1: Hey,
2: cool people everywhere. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Heck yeah. Ron can't figure out what the heck. Oh My God, I it's, like, fucking things I don't believe. it's like pampering women. There <laughs> you go. Come on, go. Ronnie.
3: Oh, here we go. Here I am. Hey, everybody. Get up okay. in the mic. Get up
2: in the mic. You got to
3: Welcome up. to the Jimmy Star Show. There you this go. This is Ron Russell, the co-host
2: with the most. There you go. What's up, everybody? <laughs> we got a great show for you today. We're going to have uh, awesome guests. Before we get started, we want to tell everybody that they can join us in the chat room, which uh, I'm in the chat room. Hey, Leslie, Melissa, Rod, Ginger. Jose, Nate, Jordan, Andy, everybody in the chat room, hello. Welcome to the show. You can also hit the ITV button. Uh, If you hit the ITV button at the top of the W4CY website, uh, you can see Ron and I waving. Ron's still trying to get in. (laughs) (laughs) And,
3: uh, the story getting... of my life. I'm always waiting to <laughs> get oh, <geez>. in.
2: <laughs> well, we're working on it. But anyway, you have to go, get back into Google now and uh, Jimmy, and do it. Don't let me get vulgar, but I could
3: get this <laughs> fucking thing and shove it you know where. Where the sun don't shine. It I can't stand the world of today. Everything is a button, a code, a password. It's ridiculous. In my day, you walked into a store with a gun, you held them up, and you made money. <laughs> Today you have to do all this bullshit to, to make a dollar fifty
2: nine. Oh, and Audrey. Audrey's there. Yes, right. So. Of which I'm speaking. When do I get paid, by the way? <laughs> Soon. Mm. One mm. of these days. One, One of, of these, these days. days
3: I get paid. He keeps promising. We have, a,
2: we have a great show for you guys today, and <laughs> Go we've got uh, Mike Christopher coming on. We're going to be calling him in a little bit. He's the Harry Krishna zombie from uh, Dawn of the Dead. And uh, we have Barricade's Rise, awesome, awesome acoustic folk rock uh, duo from England. And then we've got Daryl and Brandon Sheets and also Daryl's fiance calling in from Storage Wars. And uh, before we do that, Ron's going to tell you guys a cool little story about how we went to uh, see Joya Bruna Friday night at Tokyo Sushi or whatever the name of that place was. We had a very, very good time. And and Ron has a fun story to tell and he's going to share it.
3: Jimmy happens to be – a pain in the ass sometimes.
2: Because this story
3: really is quite shocking and it's something I really don't want to discuss but we have to. In my day this was considered the most disgusting thing that a human being could possibly do to disgrace and, and to put down a woman. We went to see Joya, which she was incredible, and as we looked around, Jimmy and I saw this young girl in big platform shoes and a very, very short mini dress standing next to her boyfriend. It was awesome. And he suddenly got two fingers and put them between her legs and then brought the fingers up to his nose and started sniffing. Well, we <laughs> went for <hysterical laughs> laughing. We thought it was funny, but it was really a put-down to women. Now, I wish she would have gotten on her knees and sniffed his balls and then gave us a reaction. Oh, listen to you. Well, because, you know, you can't do that to women anymore. It's disgusting and it's terrible, and I don't think it was funny, but it was funny.
2: It was very funny. We almost peed ourselves. Right. Well, speaking of peeing ourselves. Which takes us into another segue. (laughs) (laughs) This show is being thrown off the air in
3: about another hour, so (laughs) enjoy it.
2: This is hilarious. I'm, I'm I'm stuck out of the chat room now. I don't know what happened here. But anyway, we, had, we went to Starbucks on the way over here. And there's a Starbucks in the plaza at the W4CY Studios. And uh, we went in there to get coffee. And we both had to go to the restroom. And they only had one restroom. And it has one toilet bowl in it. So we both went in together to go to the bathroom. And as we were peeing... That's good, Chad. Thank Love you. it.
1: Thank you very much. As we were peeing... Oh, you
2: just peed on him. As we were peeing, oh, all yeah. of a sudden... All of a sudden, Ron... Missed and then started peeing again and he missed the toilet bowl and pissed all over my legs. So now my jeans are like soaking wet. And then he just laughs. No, you know, <laughs> what, what really happened was Jimmy made a joke and I
3: started to laugh. And, you know, if you're a man, when you laugh, it cuts off and it comes back on. <laughs> but it came back
2: on with such force that it went from his knee down to his shoes. So, oh, you know. oh,
3: sorry about
4: that.
2: So now I have to wash my jeans and we thought we would like tell everybody the little story because yeah, I think it's freaking But hilarious. I also
3: told Jimmy, do you know how many times in my life I've been offered that? To do that ah, for a lot of shower, money, right? A golden Shore Water Sports, and <laughs> I've never done it. So now I can honestly say that my future intendant and I have done water sports. Oh, that's terrible!
2: That's I have terrible. another thing
3: to say. My very, you know, we're going to do now once a week a Ron segment where I call up a friend of mine because I have very interesting friends, and we do a very quick interview. Uh, today we're talking with Dene Montague King, who's one of my most favorite friends, who I love to death. He is the most talented man. He has brought to the this country and throughout the world his cosmetic line as well as his makeup. I mean, his uh, found his facial.
2: You know, when they put that crap on foundation. your foundation. No, they're the junk. They put well, it on anyway, your face, it's and you make- look- cool. Makeup stuff that like cool people wear. No, it's
3: not makeup. It's skincare. You could go in there wrinkled old bag and walk out a young, beautiful person. So whatever the magic he does, he does, and his products are fabulous. He's going to talk to us about the murder of Maybelline. <gasps> The heiress of the Maybelline Mansion. Mm, there you and go. And he has written a book. It's called Burnt Cork. So this is kind of a precursor to his book. Burnt so, Cork. So get your ears ready for some really good, first time only on radio, dirt.
2: And also we need – because we don't know what we're going to call this segment yet. It's like Ron Russell's phone chat or something. But I want like some kind of cool segment that we can like uh, yeah. promote. So like if you guys got any ideas, sh- hit us up. Hit us up in the chat room or hit us up on Facebook because we need some cool, uh, cool ideas for it to call something like cool. He you know. wanted
3: cool. I thought it was Ron Russell's friends blow it out their ass. <laughs> <laughs> I
5: like that. Which uh, that we could maybe do. That might, that might actually
2: Why not? work.
3: This is a very crazy
6: radio
5: show I've gotten involved <laughs> with.
2: Which is awesome. Oh,
5: it's
3: awesome. Makes for good radio. Far cry from where I used to be on television (laughs) is Mr. Proper.
5: Things are changing.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. see, your voice and everything is really good today, though. Everybody in the chat room is digging it. Like, you sound more like. That's
3: because I have this fabulous, gorgeous, big, muscle-bound, hunky guy on the panel. And I said to him, I need more alto, more more tenor. He needs more treble, he says. More More treble.
2: I know. Take off the bass.
3: Right, because I sounded like Boris collins Hello, come into my house. I got <laughs> something like for hello, you. Hello,
2: hello, hello. Take out the bass. Take out the bass.
5: Yes. <clears throat>
3: so go ahead, James. What have you got to tell our fabulous listeners?
2: Um, I have to tell all your Jeez. fabulous listeners that anybody who's watching The Voice, which I don't even know who got eliminated last night, but we want Carly Pope to win.
5: Yes. We do? Okay. Is
2: that her name? <clears throat> Carly Pope.
5: Sounds good to me. That's the
2: girl who was on Team Blake with uh, Michaela, Carly Pope. Yeah, that's it. I'm pretty sure. I downloaded the She has a
1: dark hair tattoo on the left arm. Yeah, yeah.
2: she's awesome. So since Michaela is not there, that's who we're rooting for.
1: All right.
3: I I agree with that. The other two stink.
2: And uh, she was really good, and it was a lot of fun. And again, we want to say hey to everybody because the chat room's is jo- – oh, hey, Joanna McIntyre's in the chat room too. You're not in the chat room yet. Why don't you get try and get into the chat room? Do you, are, Do
5: you want me to set you just, up there, Ron? Yeah, let me, you let me grab
2: please? Thing. This
3: way you can come on camera. OK. Gay friends. Now everybody can come all my and look gay and see friends how good-looking Chad there. looks look <laughs> like. Look at this, he He's got a body on Ooh, him like and a Hercules. And he's like bending
2: over and everything. Wow. That's so much fun. All my
3: gay friends. The men just dropped dead. Uh, they all had heart attacks. <laughs> Well, e- either that, or they're running into the bathroom. Oh, <laughs>
2: uh, it's going to be so much running into the bathroom. Chad, a, Chad
3: definitely is a gay man's dream, and I think women also. I'm sure Chad he's got a lovely girlfriend, but I'm sure when he's out beating the streets, they're chasing him all over the place. Easy killer, easy. He's a secasse guy. <laughs> our Chad is.
2: <laughs> Don't chase him off now. He already thinks we're always demanding. <laughs> Well, He's I'm, like working on all our stuff now. We're like, okay, I can do I, this for us. I
3: walked into the studio. I said, Chuck, and I talked to you about a few things. I need my computer to be this. I need my that. I need my lighting. I need my this, my that. And you looked at me like I was fucking insane. No
5: green, <laughs> no green M Ms. Oh no green right.
3: M Ms. And the rooms. And he we, likes
2: yellow, actually. No,
3: <laughs> and we don't even have a green room. There's some kind of a broken down toilet out there that we use for dressing. Anyway, don't I'm say happy. That. Come I'm on. happy. He's lying. He's joking about it's that. All jokes. <laughs> yeah. People that know me know that I have a very way out crazy sense of humor.
2: So we want to give a shout out to say hey. You haven't said hi to everybody in the chat room. I will not
3: say hi to everybody. What I'm going to say is – Thanks for listening, and I think you're all great, and whoever's on my Facebook page, I love all the things that you've written to me about who I am and how bad I was last week on the show, and you all said I was good, and I think I was terrible. I heard the show, and I said, you oh, He just wants you guys to,
2: like, tell no, him how no, wonderful bullshit. he No, no, bullshit. No, 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 no.
3: I'm a professional. <laughs> you see, folks, television, you can do this. Hi, everybody. Look at me. I'm – and you're – your emotions go with the voice. Radio, you sit there like a moron and your voice has to act, walk, sing, talk and do everything else. And I'm not used to that. So I'm used to television. Well, look up
2: in... there in the camera and pretend you're on TV. Hi, everyone. Welcome
3: <laughs> to the Ron Russell Show and my co-host. Jim. Oh, I got that wrong, didn't I?
2: <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> you definitely did. And today's guest is Jimmy Starr. What's oh, up, Jimmy... Carla? Ron looks like Ric Flair. It says in the chat room. <laughs> what's What's a Ric Flair? What Ric a Flair's Ric Ric Flair. a famous wrestler. <laughs> That's some
3: fucking funny shit right there. I've been called a lot of things from Jane from Jane Russell to uh, to. Jennifer Jones, but I've never They're been. They're saying that a Ron,
2: you're doing a great job hosting, and we're watching you, so you can still do the flare. There you go. Aww. Aww. So what we're gonna do too is we're gonna call our first guest, and then uh, while while your computer's getting worked on by the big bad Chad, we'll uh, bring Mike Christopher on and uh, and see what we can do. Hello. Hello, Mike Christopher. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hey, thanks, man. How you doing? Good Good, how are you? I'm I'm absolutely fabulous. Before we get started, I'm gonna introduce you to everybody and then we're gonna rock and roll and have a good time. Yay.
7: Sounds like
2: a plan. Starting <laughs> off with our cool man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey,
3: how do you do? Now, I have a question hey, for you. No, not
2: yet. Not we yet? have to introduce everybody. I'm so
3: excited about the question. I, I'm, okay, I'm jumping can't the gun. You can
2: ask a question until we introduce everybody. Well, he's a new co-host. The only one left is Chad. I know. Well, that's learning. the most important one. The next one we got is the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's up, what's up, brother?
5: Welcome to the show.
2: Hey, thanks, Jed. And uh, I'm Jimmy Starr. We want to welcome you to the show. And now, Ron, if you really have to ask a question so bad, you can do it.
3: Are you green? Are you really green or did they paint you green? <laughs> <laughs> because I, believe, I believe in extraterrestrials and I thought possibly you could be one of the little green men from Arizona
2: from, you know.
7: Yeah, that's pretty far out. Uh, no, it's great. And uh, the way the film picks up the light, it turned me blue.
2: There you go," he said. He said, "Where the film picked up the light, it turned to blue." Oh, I like it. I kind of the green was like groovy.
3: I thought it was kind. Of, do they use the word groovy anymore? No. Well,
2: yes, we can. We can bring it back.
3: I'm going to bring we it can, back. It can. was really cool, man, and quite groovy. <laughs> oh,
2: well, thank you. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about it. You're actually so you're calling from Florida, right? You live in Florida now. You're like one of us. Ugh. Yeah,
7: it's, uh, I live on the on the left coast, I live by Clearwater in St. Petersburg.
2: Okay, near St. Petersburg. Okay, so, so let's talk a little bit because I've actually met you several times. We're friends. We're on Facebook. I think everybody knows you on Facebook because you post a lot of stuff on, on Facebook, and I got a lot of comments when we put up the picture of you coming on the show on Facebook. So oh, cool. you have a lot of fans, and uh, you have a fabulous like girlfriend, and everything is uh, – she's not your wife, right? I don't, I don't think she's your wife. Is she your wife uh, or your girlfriend? She's like a wife wife to be maybe, you know. wife to be okay so, so we'll give a shout out to wife to be also but um i'm I'm a, I'm a to be also and he's a yeah be. we're a to be also so it all works and we just want to make sure we're giving shout outs to everybody but uh, but but you're uh you're living in Florida now you're an actor you're actually like you do actually a lot of things that I think people probably don't know about but we're, and we'll touch base on some of those things but let's talk a little bit about actors since everybody knows you um, primarily your biggest role is the Harry Krishna zombie in do- George Romero's Dawn of the Dead one of the greatest horror movies like ever made and I'm, I'm actually uh, like you like I'm, I'm familiar with like lots of the people who were in the movie Movie. I'm friends with a lot of the people that were in the movie, and it was awesome. And uh, tell us a little bit about like like how was that for you? And did you know that was going to be a big deal when you when that was actually filming, or did you think that did you not really have any idea because you weren't really an actor at the time?
7: Well, actually, I I didn't know it was going to be a big deal until about four or five years ago. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I I was doing a uh, a regular job in in St. Pete, and I was graphic artist and. some guy called me from California and asked me if I went to horror conventions, and I told him, "With the horror convention? He said, dude, you're famous. You're in Dawn of the Dead. I said, well, I mean, I know I'm Dawn of the, was in Dawn of the Dead, but I'm not famous. You, <laughs> you don't believe it." So he said, yep, yeah, you want your autograph and everything. I and mean, it was just it was all news to me.
2: So you really just started doing <coughs> conventions like four or five years ago? Yeah. For anybody who's listening who doesn't know what that is, I know a lot of people do know what it is. But for anybody who's listening who don't know, like uh, every every different genre of movies, basically there's pop culture conventions and horror conventions and sci-fi conventions. And everybody like uh, uh, goes and you can meet all the different celebrities that starred in the movies and there's vendors who sell stuff and you buy autographs and meet people and take pictures. It's a freaking blast. I go to a lot of them. And uh, it's just a total blast. And so, where was your first one? Where did you do your first convention? Was it in Florida? Uh, actually, my first
7: convention was in Dallas, Texas, Fear
2: Test Two. Okay, because like yeah, uh, two thousand eight. I think that they're like so much fun. And actually, that's how I actually got met you guys at Spooky Empire in uh, in right. uh, in Orlando. I was trying to think of where it is because I don't actually get along with Spooky Empire so good. But uh, are you working but a great right show. now?
3: Are you shooting anything right now?
7: Well, I, I have a small cameo in um, Night of the Living Dead. Wow. Uh, you are doing a remake of Night of the Living Dead. Is uh, that a... a small cameo- <clears throat>
3: that's a TV show, right?
7: No, that's... that's um,
3: or is it the film?
7: Um, a, rem- a remake of the Night, Night of the Living Dead movie, George and Mary's zombie so, movie that was before uh, Dawn of the Dead.
3: So it's a feature film.
7: Yeah, a feature
2: film, yeah. Actually, there's a... Be it. Is that the 3D one? Oh, no? No, the, three, the
7: 3D one was the colorized one that a uh, company put out
2: around Halloween. I mean, has that already been, has that already come out?
7: Yeah, the 3D, the colorized 3D one already.
2: Uh, they took the black
7: one in the movie and colorized it. Oh. And then they made it
2: into 3D. Actually, I'm doing a movie though called uh, Mile in the Soul in Scotland. And like the guy in it plays the Tony Todd, the Tony Todd character in, oh, that's for THS just what? to have it for like a collectible? Yeah, it was a collector's
7: edition VHS, and the guy said he only played it twice, and um, I guess it was remastered, so it's uh, it's a cool VHS. I still have a VHS um, machine. I still have a lot of old VHS tapes, and I don't really like I... the tapes that much to you know go out and buy all DVDs and old old VHS movies. So they just, they still play fine.
2: I ha- actually I had one too until recently. <laughs> Yeah. I left all my tapes when I moved. When I moved recently, and when I moved, I also uh, left all my VHS tapes because because Ron didn't think I really needed them.
3: <laughs> no, not true at all. I loaded the box with these nineteen. Fifty so <laughs> friggin' things that they went out hundred years ago. They're, they're the real to real big box, and I loaded it in a box, and it must have weighed five hundred pounds. <laughs> And Jimmy couldn't. I had it. hundreds <clears> of <throat> them. I,
2: I, 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 mean, I had about five hundred VHS tapes, but I and like. I
3: didn't want to break it to him that those tapes dry out after a few years and they shrink, and you're not going to have anything to watch.
2: <laughs>
3: so he would have been bringing to our house a bunch of crap. Okay. No <laughs>
8: Dried I up think it's fun.
2: I just think it's fun. So okay, so you were in a band. You were in a band. You all look like Harry Krishnas. You know, like, uh, like um, when I was in college, oh. I went. I went to University of Florida, and the Harry Krishnas used to serve food like out in the Plaza of the Americans. I went to uh, America we went. I went to University of Florida, and like. Sorry. I would get so ner- – I think one reason why like, I like your character so much in the film is because like I've always been kind of like afraid of the Hare Krishnas in real life because when I was at school, you would see people and they would like – they have these big troughs of food that they would feed everybody and I swear to God. Like a week later, you would see the people that were eating the food and they're all like shaved their heads and like wearing peach robes and stuff and I was like, oh my god, there must be something in the food.
3: Alice B. Chokeless it, right? Cookies. <laughs>
2: I don't even know what that means. Well,
3: it means, it means you get your, when you clean your grass, the shit that you throw out, you don't throw out, you put it in a bag and you throw it in boiling water and it becomes trip tea. Now, trip tea is a water you use when you're baking. So you can get a, a whole room of 50 people loaded on the water from the trip tea and nobody knows why.
2: Oh so that's like the food the haircut. It's a happy food.
3: high. It's called trip tea. <laughs> and all of you ex hippies out there, drug addicts
2: or whatever, you'll, <laughs> oh, yeah, you'll, gee, know, what I'm, you'll know what I'm talking Not about. Not that we think we have any any like drug addicts listening. But well, <laughs> I'm sure we have quite a
3: few drug addicts on this show. But anyway, um trip tea my friends, I recommend it for a Christmas drink. Get the poker from the fireplace and heat up the trip tea and give it to your mother, mother in laws or whatever. And watch it's those in the old.
2: And watch those old broad eggnog, strip, that's And Watch right. those
3: old broad strip
2: in the eggnog. Is right. Okay. Yeah. So then. Okay. So then you were in uh, George Romero's Dawn of the Dead. You've done a bunch of other stuff. I saw you were in Bikini. Oh, first of all, you were in uh, Herschel Gordon Lewis's The Uh Oh Show, which actually I, I'm, I like. Know everybody in that. And Herschel Gordon-Lewis actually uh, lives here – well, lives in Pompano, which isn't too far from where I used to live. And, uh, and so I've seen him several times. But, like, tell us a little bit about The Uh-Oh Show because that's a film that not tons of people – I actually have a copy. It's a great movie. It was a lot of fun. stars Brooke McCarter as one of the people in it. And it's got a lot of really cool people that have done big local films, uh, local like meaning Florida. It. Yeah. And uh, so tell us a little bit about The, the Uh-Oh Show. and working with Herschel Gordon-Lewis. How was that? Oh, it was pretty
7: cool. Uh, they shoot. They shot over in St. Pete, so i um, didn't have very far to go for that one, just like in Pittsburgh. And uh, I was a t- uh, ticket scalper there. The, uh, there's a reporter whose uh, boyfriend goes off to be one of the contestants on the on the Iowa show. And when you play the Iowa show, you know, win prizes you um, unless you unless you guess all the questions, but the questions are really hard. So if you miss a question, then you get um, put on the wheel of misfortune. And when they spin the wheel of misfortune, then you lose an arm or a leg or...
3: I'd like to ask you a question. Yeah. Now that you're no longer in L.A. and you're living in Florida, don't you feel disconnected from the biz? Because I do. Yeah, well, Los Angeles is really the only place that I
7: felt like home. So, it's it's... Yeah. Been very strange
4: living in Florida. I mean, Florida. <laughs>
7: Florida
3: I don't care for that's Florida. If you're in the entertainment field, Florida is not the place to be. New York, L.A. That's where it's happening. Although Jimmy tells me now, with the computer, we can live anywhere and and do everything, which I agree. Streaming, I believe it's called, is really becoming a big thing. But I'm still from the old school. I like. I miss the Hollywood parties. I miss doing the red carpet interviews. I miss the social life here. I fly to L.A. to work, but I come home to this cemetery and I get depressed. <laughs> <laughs> they don't call it God's waiting room for nothing, you know.
2: Exactly. That's actually funny. So, so you were in Horseshoe Gordon Lewis's newbie. I also saw you were in Bikini Monsters, aren't you? And I think that's Cindy Kratz is in that movie. C- Sydney yeah, Cindy Kratz? Krutz Cindy. Is in that
7: movie. Melanie Rubel's in that. Uh, Shaye Burnett's in
2: that. I'm in it. Uh, a whole bunch of a whole bunch of people are
7: in that, but they're doing another another. Another um, Bikini Monsters. This one's called Bikini Monsters Red Tide. And it'll be starting to shoot that next year.
2: Which is fun. Like, I think that that Florida, for the people who want to be in the entertainment industry, um, there's a really good network of people making movies, especially horror movies and fun horror movies. A lot of them are in the Orlando or around the Orlando area, but, you know, they're very easy to network with. Everybody's on Facebook. You can find everybody on Facebook. Almost everybody's on Twitter. I don't know. Are you on Twitter? I didn't see you on Twitter.
7: Yeah, I'm on Twitter, but I don't have time. You know. I don't. I don't really even have time for Facebook. I mean, I jump on it real fast, make a couple comments, and blow off.
3: You know. A friend of mine is very big in porno out in L.A. and said to me that the porno industry is now coming to South Florida. They want to work out of Key West for whatever reason. I guess the, the locale and a lot of nudity because Key West mm-hmm. allows nudity. So they're going to do all of these like poolside porno stuffs And and I won't use the person's name because he may not like it, but he's one of the the hottest porno people right now in the biz. So we'll hum! see. There's always porno work for us, right? <laughs> I mean, I could do the daddy films. What are they called? Granddaddy? Yeah, or? daddy films. I could be the grandfather film, let alone the daddy.
2: Listen to you guys. I
3: could do daddy. <laughs> you want a That's lollipop little boy you want a lollipop Gee, come here I got easy. a lollipop for you to suck on me a little boy. easy oh,
1: easy right. it's boy. a lollipop
3: get your mind out of the gutter Jimmy <laughs> a lollipop I used to give my kids lollipops all the time
2: so tell us a little that a <laughs> boy yay Chad I love it thank Chad's so, you're, so wonderful your soon-to-be wife Shade Burnett uh also has a show tell us a little bit about her show so we can like plug it because uh, does she still do her show I know I've been on her show yeah, she has.
7: She hasn't been doing too much of that lately, but uh, that's not but good. Hopefully, hopefully, she'll be getting back into it. She's got a couple of movie ideas that she's working on. Okay, a couple of stories in the future. So that that part of it is kind of taking the a backseat to our other interests.
2: We're okay. Okay, well, that's fun. We all go through all that because I used to do a horror like movie yeah. review show too, and it goes in and out, and it's fun sometimes, and and it's all yeah. fun. But that's how I met. So I would have never met you guys. So we give a shout out to Shade. Say hi. Who all right? Shade, no, you say hi. Hi, Ron. whoever you are. Shade, who am I to? Who? shade. His his wife. Soon oh, to be wife. well, you got to tell me who these people. Well, you are. have to pay attention. attention.
3: <laughs> I was paying attention, but I thought he said shade like a window shade. He did.
2: Her name's Shade.
3: Yeah. Oh, Shade, <laughs> get out of the sun, get into shade.
2: Yes. Her okay. Shade. Hey,
3: Shade, how are you? <laughs> Sorry about the name thing. But I'm used to names like Mary, John, Frank, Louise. <laughs> today with La Shusha, La Gacha, La Gito, La You go crazy with the names that people have today. You <laughs> thought
2: we were talking about the window covers here. <laughs>
3: no, 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 no. I was about I was really thinking about a story I want to tell real quick. I was in a film in nineteen sixty seven with Vincent Price and it was called Dinner at Mummies. And I remember running down Hollywood Boulevard as a vampire with Vinnie Price and a bunch of other people. Unfortunately, the film, we didn't have, you know, video, so it couldn't go to video. It went directly to the garbage bill
4: because <laughs> it was an awful film.
3: But I did get to know Vincent Price, who was a wonderful guy, a funny guy, totally not a horror man. He was just a laugh a minute. And I really liked Vinnie Price. And I used to see him from time to time at Jane's house, Jane Russell. And he's a doll. He was a doll.
2: Actually, then let's go back. Let's go back. I just want to ask one other question because, like, one thing I think is really cool is in the horror world, George Romero and Herschel Lewis are like huge, huge names. Everybody knows them. Like, how was that for you working with, like, especially George Romero? You know, which I guess back then he wasn't the biggest horror director around, but looking back on it now, that he's like, you know, one of the most important, influential people in the business. Like, how was that for you? Well, it all
7: went by really fast. <laughs> uh, I, I had like two. Like I said, I had two days working in the mall and then one day work uh shooting in his uh warehouse. But the mall days were like you'd show up when the mall closed around nine, ten o'clock at night and everybody all the zombies would get together in this big room and um and they'd spare grave makeup on everybody and just sit around drinking coffee talking until it was time. To shoot zombies, and somebody would come running through the door and go, All right,
8: I need you, 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 you,
7: and you. Come with me. And then these people get up and they go out in the mall. <laughs> and fifteen, twenty 15, 20 minutes later, they'll all come back, and somebody else come in. All right, you, 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 and you. Come <laughs> with me. <laughs> and that's what we just went like that all that long. And they just, you know, they had to keep continuity because you wouldn't want to have certain zombies get killed and then they're in the movie. So they had to keep track of all that stuff. And they shot get- it in pieces. They shot like. I think George said he was doing like 70
3: camera moves a night. What do you think about Alfred Hitchcock as being the king of horror? Well, not horror, actually king of suspense and murder and mayhem. Would you have liked That's, to have been in a Hitchcock film?
7: So Birds is my favorite, absolute favorite horror movie. Oh, that's my buddy, my buddy, my buddy
3: Tippy Hedren. She's in it. We're going to have her on the show soon, and we're going to talk to Tippy about Hitchcock and the Birds. The Birds is a great film. Now, but seriously, yeah. would you have liked to have been? Yes. Here's the question: Out of all of Hitch's films, which one would you have liked to star in?
7: I would have liked to be in one of
2: the Birds. Man.
7: The Birds.
3: <laughs> that's a great. It's it's a classic. He said he'd
2: like to be one of the Birds. Oh, you want to be a bird?
3: <laughs> Well, drink. Yeah, that'd be great, man. Just well, to, listen. I'll tell you really how you. Important. I'll tell you how you could be a bird. Drink my trip tea, and <laughs> you're gonna fly, baby. You're gonna fly.
2: I think that's awesome. So, so <laughs> if, if anybody wants to like uh, actually like find you, hire you, put you in films, anybody listening in the industry. Um, I guess, like, since you don't do your Twitter, they can probably find you on Facebook because I know you're on Facebook. And uh, I don't know if you have any other ways. Uh, do, do you have like a zombie, like my Christopher Zombie website? Um, not well.
7: I'm working on it. It's not really up yet. It's going to be hardchristopherzombie.com. One word.
2: Okay, HarryKrishnaZombie.com, so everybody can look you up, and they can also find you on Facebook. We want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. I think it's a lot of fun. I think that it's it's very cool that you're in one of the like the biggest, most epic mm-hmm. horror movies of all time. And me being a huge horror fan, and we want to thank you cool. for coming on the show and say hey, every say every. God, that was retarded. Take two. Okay. Say hey to everybody so and say and say say goodbye to everybody in the chat room and thank you for coming on the show. And I want to say to All you, right. that- hi
7: everybody, goodbye everybody, and look for me as Joe Vampire to be on next year. Okay.
3: All right. I look forward to adding you to my celebrity friend list. All right,
1: <laughs> thank you.
3: Okay, have a All great right. day. Thanks a lot, Mike. Later, Mike. Bye, Bye-bye. Mike. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Mike. Take care, baby.
2: That was
1: funny.
3: Now, young man over there. Hey,
2: Ken. We want to say hey to Ken Pedigree. Wait, hang
3: on, Ken. I'm going to lay this one out every five minutes you tell me I can't say this I can't say that what the fuck am I supposed to sit here and play with myself you can't ask
2: anybody and you can't ask somebody though who's the director of Dawn of the Dead when like it's all over the press release we put out and it's the biggest like director like everybody in the freaking mother knows who George Romero is you have to
3: remember I came over to America with Christopher Columbus (laughs) and everything I know is of when Hollywood and theater and everything was wonderful today it's a dime a dozen in today out tomorrow Hitchcock is the name that will go down in history who's this guy Hermandez George Romero. Everybody George knows. Romero. Do
2: you, have you heard of George Romero? Yes, sir. Everybody I, knows George I, I Romero. Think he's made that, like I, a 50 or 100 films. I think
3: before he was a director, he was in a group, a
2: Mambo group. No, he wasn't. He's, he's, he's not like that, but he's, <laughs> everybody knows I knew him, Romero so that was a – he used to sing uh, Brazil. See? Hey, Michael McKinty. Michael McKinty's getting ready to call. They're going to be calling in in a second. And uh, we want to give a shout-out. Say hi to Ken Pettigrew. To who? Ken Pettigrew. Hey,
3: Pe- Ken Pettigrew. I'm Ken- learning. You have to bear with me. Please, tell me all about yourself.
2: Ken Pettigrew hosts the Ken Pettigrew Show. KenPettigrew.com, Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Pacific time. He's also on a whole bunch of other nights, but uh, that's his main show. It's 8 o'clock. Everybody go to com and uh, check it out because Ken Pettigrew rules. And we got to say hey to Dean Girl, Audrey. Say hey, Audrey. To Audrey? Yeah. Hey, Audrey. Can you see the people typing everything there? No. That, this is the chat room. They're typing in if you. When that little pencil out, starts.
3: She put, okay, Michael, see you in some <laughs> minutes. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> I mean, the other one wrote, hello.
2: <laughs> here, you go. You this put, one put is love. Cursor, put your cursor here and you type. That's how you, like, know what's going on in the chat room. We're teaching him, everybody. What do
3: I do? I have to say something to them? Hi, Brian. You say hello. Go
2: right I really there. don't like radio. I'm <laughs> go back to television. Anyway, what am I doing now? It says You said you want to be in the chat room and you wanted to chat with people. To do that you have to chat with people. You have to like here, go baby over. the
3: chat rooms I've been in, they don't talk this way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's all abbreviated. That's funny. Uh, that's right. KenPetagre.com, tell a friend, tell a lover. What's up? And Audrey Wait now this person is speaking French.
3: I don't speak French.
2: She wrote Laugh Out Loud though. L O L is Laugh Out Loud. That's I guess English. That's, inter- international. that's English. Right. That's English. It's just like texting. Wait, and then, then
3: Joanne wrote typewriter, ha-ha-ha, Ron. What the hell does that mean?
2: <laughs> See, you're not following it all very well. All right, well, while you're learning... I'm lucky
3: I'm alive, you're, let uh, alone following this crap on your show. I'm, I'm breathing. That's a big event for me. Okay, <laughs> now, this one wrote this... Per- that, I did that one already. This person is... What's this But this French broad? She's always speaking... Don't you want
2: know, speak English, honey? No, it says this person is speaking French, and then they... When they, they, tra- no, type, when they type it in French, it comes up in English, and in English, she says, it's nothing, oh. we speak English. Oh, are you right. It says, it's
3: nothing. We speak English. Parlez-vous Francais, madame, mademoiselle. Je me parle Ronald. Did I show off well enough?
2: There
3: you go. Oh,
2: my God. Hey, everybody. This is only his second hosting show, and we'll get better with the whole chat room yeah. thing. We're going to teach you. He'll, he'll teach you and learn, and, and there you are sitting there, too. I'm a nut in training. There you go. Can you look see at yourself Can right. you see yourself, okay? Let's look at the beautiful T-shirt. It's a Shazam T-shirt. This, I have to
3: show this T-shirt, everyone. This is a Jimmy Star
2: Shazam
3: Shazam T-shirt that I adore and love, and I stole it from the collection. I don't give a shit if you liked it or not, because I mm-hmm. love this shirt. Not only is it beautiful looking, but the cotton is of the highest quality. It is so soft, I feel like I could go to sleep in it. It sells for, I believe, 90 Am I correct, Jim?
2: Yes, 90 bucks. 90 one of a bucks. kind. It's
3: a one of a kind, and the trim on it is gorgeous. And if you look at the bottom, I'm a rabbi <laughs> because he's got all the, the st- threads hanging like the rabbis do. Jimmy Starr, when he does something, he does it right, and he does all the detailing. That's what I love, detailing on the cuffs, on the collars. You have to actually see his clothing to appreciate them. They're quite beautiful. And now Jimmy is doing a January blowout sale. He's going to get rid of everything in the warehouse 50% off. So you're going to have to go to our webpage and start to buy the goodies.
2: Which we're working
5: on. Everything must go.
3: Yeah, because we're, we're doing an entirely different line after January. He's now made me the official. I don't know what the fuck I am, but he made me an official something.
5: Official what the
1: fuck? Gotcha.
3: I don't know what I am. Just a bullshit I like title. <laughs> a phony, I don't get paid, by the way. Just a bullshit Just title.
1: Just stand there and look
2: good, right? Oh, hey, right, exactly. There you go. Joanna wants you to do a booyah. Me? Yeah, because Churchill's not here. It says you do it just about as good. Booyah. So, so say hey to everybody in the chat room and then do a booyah.
1: Hey, everybody in the chat room and a big booyah, booyah for baby. Churchill.
2: I like it, a booyah. Okay, yeah, now you do your booyah.
1: Booyah, baby.
2: <laughs> booyah.
3: Oh,
1: the, the big mouth.
2: There you go. Three
1: different booyahs for you.
2: <laughs> That's you? for everybody in there. No Shazam. Yeah, booyah. You know what I have
3: to live with, with Jimmy? He's on his computer with his earphones on. He's singing. Oh, my God. I thought I thought it was his poodle dying i really (laughs) thought it was a dying dog
2: (laughs) they've heard me they've they've heard me sing i mean i rap on here right i've rapped i rap on here i've rapped
3: i told jimmy whatever you do they're all like laughing it's true i'm not really
2: the best singer that's Mm. why i work in the music industry Mm. i can i can definitely discover the talent but i can't sing with them
3: let me tell you something he snores better than he sings
5: wow that's low
3: no he saws he snores like this
5: Sounds like a rattlesnake. He's like what pulling Cruz paint. Talk huh? of. Pulls paint off the wall. Huh?
2: Hey, Sherry. Emily is now in the chat room too, so we want to give a shout out to Sherry. See, so here's how you see. It. Over here, you can see.
3: Booyah, Wait, Chad said Shazam. Oh, I, don't it is.
2: I don't know where it says because his doesn't show As up. On, mine shows everybody in
3: the thing
5: on the right. A- hey, Sherry. What
1: do I well, mean? I actually hey, I actually pulled the chat room wider for the old man. Okay. Uh, Fucks yeah.
3: you, the old man. Now, I'm not saying anything nice about you anymore. You're, I'm you're, cut off. You're short, skinny, and ugly, Damn and you it. got big pump pimples on your nose and warts coming out of your ears.
1: Thank God you finally That's tell the funny. truth
3: now. So, and, you, and you got rotten teeth that I could smell your breath. So Jonathan from you.
2: and Michael, now that you guys are in the chat room from Barricade Rides, go ahead and give us a call since I know you're paying attention and we'll get it all going. Come on now. Hey Sherry, Tom Churchill. Hey you guys. I don't know if I even mentioned it. I know I typed it in the chat room, but uh, Churchill's sick today. He's not calling in. We wish him well, and everybody can check out Emerging Pass. Dot .com and, uh, and he's working on all kinds of projects, but he's just a little under the weather and he says he's not going to sound good and he's like Ron and he doesn't well, want to sounds perfect. So no. hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hey, hey. How are you doing? How you doing? Yeah, good, Jimmy. How's you? We're awesome. Before we yeah, get cool. started, I want to tell everybody this is Barricade's Rise, and let me introduce you to everybody, um, starting off with our cool man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, how are you? Hey, Ron. You how you doing? Booyah. 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 There you go. <laughs> I just strangled myself with my <laughs> mic cord. Then we got the man behind the <laughs> boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, brother man.
5: Welcome to the show.
2: Hey, Chad. Hello, mate. You. And I'm Jimmy Starr, we want to welcome you to the show. Why don't you guys start off by uh, identifying who's who, so we can get the voices. Okay, I'm Jonathan. Hey, Jonathan, um, how I'm you doing? I'm Michael. I see there you guys. Go, simple. So we have <laughs> John- Jonathan and Michael, and Jonathan, like, tell us who does what. Oh, cool.
9: Okay, um, right, so yeah, I'm Jonathan, I'm the, the main singer in the group, and I also uh, attempt to play the guitar a little bit as well. Okay. And, uh, Michael.
10: Uh, oh, I can speak for
2: myself. Uh, gonna, yeah, you can speak for yourself.
10: Himself. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I play the lead guitar um, better than him, and uh, I sing backing vocals um, also better than him.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. And tell us where everybody, where you're calling us from. Okay,
9: we're in uh, we're, we're in England, and we're right smack bang in the middle of England. Basically, if you drop a bomb on, on England, we're we're in a place to drop it. Basically. <laughs> okay. Yeah, in like
10: a that. little town called Naneton, which is kind of. Like he says, you couldn't get further from the coast.
2: I like that. I like that. So so like tell us like before we talk about your music, like if we were in England right now and we wanted to learn some slang for something nasty, like what would we learn? Like what's some kind of like good kind of slang? Because every time we have somebody from England on, they always tell us like some kind of word that maybe we wouldn't use in America. Like you got any good words?
10: I don't know. They're nice boys. It can be nice
2: things too. Like I know, like we had somebody on, and they, uh, because I like to watch X Factor auditions in the UK, and like uh, the one chick on there always says, like, "That's right up my street," which we would never say that. We would think that's getting fucked or something. We would never think that's like a cool (laughs) thing.
3: When I first heard the word shag, I thought they were talking about a haircut. Well,
2: the the word
10: funny (laughs) means something completely different over here than it does over there. Oh, tell us. Okay, tell
2: us that then. Tell us what it means. You can cuss. Don't worry. You say whatever you want. This, yeah, this a is a dirty show. Is,
10: uh, it's a vagina
2: over here. Oh, a funny's Funny? a vagina.
10: <laughs> so when, all, when all you guys are saying, you know, fanny pack and all that, of the guys over here are laughing at you.
3: <laughs> what, about the guy sniffing his fingers after he sniffed the... I mean that was disgusting. It was everybody was looking. It wasn't like a private
2: thing.
9: Wait, wait, is it <laughs> funnier? Uh, no, that kind of thing happens all the time. It was like English
2: he was picking was his teeth. teeth. You know, it was. Like- is it funny or fanny? Are you saying funny or fanny? Fanny. 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 Okay, fanny. Funny. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. You don't understand English? <laughs> no, they said fanny. <laughs> no, funny. They said fanny. Listen to him. Who's friend? F a n n y. Fanny. What does that mean? Fanny is a vagina. This interview is great. You're kidding. A fanny is a vagina, not a funny is see, a vagina. Here,
3: uh, see, here a fanny is an ass. Because when you're yelling at your kid, you say, come here, I'm going to beat the shit out of you, I'm going to hit you in your fanny. <laughs> yeah, over I mean, here,
2: yeah, that
10: would
9: be So now, if different. you say that in <laughs> he, England, little will you. Probably, um, over in this country, you'd probably go to prison for uh, hitting someone in the fanny. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, I think that's... If someone had told us earlier on today we'd be discussing fannies uh, on the radio... Um, but I wouldn't believe them. <laughs> I think it's well. Let me tell you
3: something. There's no guy out there that doesn't want to discuss Fanny on the radio. I mean, <laughs> unless they're gay, true. of course. If they're gay, what's a gay guy called in the front? Not a Fanny. What is it called? Uh, Herman. What?
9: What a gay guy is called over here? What's the
1: opposite of a vagina? Yeah,
9: um, right. Oh, um.
2: what do you guys call a dick? <laughs> Thank
3: you. We're really going. On, we're going in the toilet now for sure. <laughs>
2: I think that's fucking hilarious. Okay. So what do you
3: call a dick? Seriously. Cock.
2: They said cock.
3: Oh, that's so boring. You must have something better
2: than Don't that. Don't you have something better like a willy or a we what call willy? It, we or- call it junk here, yeah, right? Yeah, willy. Well,
1: Will, yeah, Willie? I guess so My mom's listening to this Hey mom <laughs>
2: Oh my Hello Barricades Ra- Rises moms
3: <laughs> How are you darling?
2: We love you and we think your sons are Your sons are just totally awesome musicians And they're teaching us really really great things That maybe you shouldn't have heard And just pretend like it didn't happen <laughs> And, I,
3: and, Thanks, and I'll send you a bar of soap
5: <laughs> And a copy of the show
3: And a copy of the show your son, I like these two guys What are your names again boys? <laughs>
10: Uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Michael, there
2: you go. And you're
3: singers, right?
2: Singers, and Yes. Yeah, singers. Am I going to get to?
3: Am I going to get to hear your music today? Yeah, do we have gonna, anything? We're going to
2: play it for a minute. Oh, good. I'm excited. I think you guys
3: are. are really nice, cool, and fun. And when I come up, up to England, I definitely want to ha- hang out with you guys. We'll go we'll to the King's here. Head or the Queen's Head, that big gay bar in <laughs> in London. I think it's called the Queen's Head, or is it the? Yeah, King- yeah.
9: There's there's plenty of gay
3: bars. Michael will show you around them. No, the, but uh, <laughs> The, the, The oldest gay bar there is called the King's Head, and it's a charming bar with sawdust on the floor, and the queens that are there have been there for 300 years.
2: It's the oldest oh. queen.
3: But so I'm not available. I'm with Jimmy. Sorry, You haven't heard. Jimmy and I are getting married in April.
2: Alright, so that's I'm funny. serious.
3: I'm not kidding, guys. Yeah, we I'm are. Serious. We're getting
2: married in April, but let's yeah. go back to the interview.
3: No, I think we're having a good time. <laughs> Fuck the interview. This is fun. Listen, do you guys have girlfriends? Are you straight? Are you gay? What's your
9: deal? Uh, we're both married to different people. Oh. <laughs> that's good. Um, Actually, you had
10: children. We're both married. We're
3: both dads. Heterosexual. Um, How
9: many?
2: How how many children do each one of you have? uh, We both got
10: a kid each. uh, Both born this year,
2: actually. Oh, congratulations! Thank you. you. Cheers. Now, what's the name of your group? Barricades Rise. Oh, is that what they're called? <laughs> yeah. You, do you actually listen to this? I show? do listen. He's but a I, brand new co host and just bewildered. starting and he's he's like listen, learning as we go along. Boys,
3: boys, I remember Doris Day.
2: <laughs> they don't they don't even know who Doris Day is. They're like, You
3: know 20. who Doris Day is, don't you?
10: Oh yeah, I put it on a string man.
3: Do you know Peggy Lee? Uh, yeah, I met her last week. She's really nice. Uh, <laughs> no, Pe- Peggy's been dead for... Do you know Barbara Streisand? Are you familiar with oh, Barbara? Oh, yeah, I know mean, Streisand. So we got a score okay. for Barbara. Okay, okay.
2: all right. Yeah. So anyway, let's go back to the careers. Okay, so yeah. you guys are Barricade's Rise. First, I want to congratulate you on signing with Spectre Records. Spectre Records is one of our sponsors, and like we freaking like, love them, and Bobby's the coolest guy ever. Yay. Yeah, uh, cool. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, I also work with Arcadium Entertainment. So, like, as 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 the album comes out and we're trying to set up tours and stuff, I'm I'm one of the people that'll probably like help try and book you guys all over the place. So oh, can,
9: please get us over in so the can states. So we get you That's over here to the forward. states. Yeah.
2: And uh, so you've had you've done two albums. You did a debut called uh, You and Your Adored, and then you did a like an EP called No Love Lost. Both of them yeah. uh, were well received. And uh, you guys are like really like a lot different than a lot because you're like an a, acoustic folk rock rock band. So like kind of like you do a little bit of everything because when I saw like the picture of you guys and then I heard the music, I was like, oh, I, you know, kind of like shocked me because um, it's a little bit different than what I had anticipated it would be. And I was like pleasantly surprised, too, because it is so different and unique and it doesn't sound like anybody else. And I think that's a big kudos to you guys. We need yeah. that
3: in this country because every damn singer sounds like a yodeler. They all have that same Marissa. Rock. <laughs> What's the name that, of that? Girl, that beautiful one. Marissa Ryder? Ma- no. Uh, the big famous singer. Mariah Carey. Yeah. Mariah Carey. Everybody <laughs> uh, wants to sound like her. They all want, my, want to sound like my the art. They all want to sound alike in this country. We could certainly use a new sound. Like when the Beatles came over, I mean I was there. They brought a new they brought a new <laughs> sound. I love you, yeah, yeah. We thought it was so wild.
2: You're gonna like this then. We're gonna play this in a minute. Oh, I and hope I like it because you know, I
3: tell the truth unfortunately.
2: Um, I no, have a, I have a it. bad
3: knee and I take Vicodin. When I take Vicodin for my knee,
2: I sort of t- tell the truth. So, so you—that's hilarious. So you have a, first of all, too. Before we play the song, though, okay. So you're gonna have a, you're gonna have an album that's gonna be coming out called All I Have Is Here. It's coming out on yep. Spectre Records. Um, yeah. They gave us a song When We Were Young to play, so we're gonna play it. So why don't you tell us a little bit about it?
9: Okay, um, this is actually a homosexual love story between me and Michael. Uh, uh, you know what, as stupid as it sounds, it, 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 it's kind of true. We've, we've known each other since we were like 13. And, uh, you know, okay, so we've never got together, but, you know, we love uh-huh. each other. And it's a story about us growing up and being in bands together, really. Okay.
2: Also ten. I want to give. How about give a shout out to Morley. Morley Schulman's in the chat. Yeah, room.
10: Morley's a top guy. Yeah, we're in his, in that film of his, um, which is kind of how this whole thing talking to you came about. So he's uh, he's kind of a, a, a top guy for us. Frickin hey, Morley. We
2: love Morley, and actually, I'm in the movie A Mile in His Soul. I'm one of the actors who's in it, and um, oh, fantastic. Um, so Good. I'm one of the actors who's in it, and, which also like introduced everybody to the to Spectre doing the uh, the soundtrack distribution. So like, it's a small world. And Morley introduces everybody to everyone, and we love Morley. He's like freaking awesome. And
3: I do too, because Morley writes the greatest stuff on my Facebook page. He really helps my page become (laughs) far more interesting.
2: There you go. So he's
3: a good guy. I like him. I don't know who he is. I have not a clue what this man is, but I know he's nice on my face. What does he do, this Morley person? Well,
2: he's a writer. Oh. He would, writes screenplays. We have, did you and ever have him on Yeah, we had him on the show a couple months ago. He'll, oh. We'll have him come on again. You'll yeah, like yeah. Him. We'll I, him, I again. him. I want to meet him. I really like him for what he writes. I think he's a sweet guy. I'd like to meet him a lot. There you go. Yeah. So so anyway, Morley introduced you. You got on the Mile and the Soul t- soundtrack now you're on the Jimmy Star Show. You're signed to Spectre Records. We're going to play the first song, When We Were Young. Oh, hang on. Let's see. Let me get it all ready because I don't Hi, usually do I'm this. Hurry, I'm excited. I want to hear and this. So what we're going to do then, you guys, is we're going to play the song. Go ahead and say who you are and introduce it, and then we're going to uh, anyway, we'll- uh, play it for everybody.
10: All right, Jimmy. Uh, we are Barricades Rise from the UK, um, and this is the song, uh, When We Were Young, from the album All I Have Is Here.
2: Okay, hold on. I messed it up. Do it one more time, because I messed it up. <laughs> Go I'll, I'll try this. I'll put my who... best radio <clears> voice. <throat> i got to do it afterwards. Do it one more time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hi, we're Barricade's Rise from the
9: UK. This is our song, When We Were Young, and it's taken from our album, All Our Here, which is out on Spectra Records in 2013. It do it one more time, because I messed okay. it up. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: You yeah.
1: special here
2: was when we were young by barricades rise and everybody that's coming out on specter records congratulations guys i love it and i love that it's a homosexual love story
3: <laughs> no what I, li- what I what i like is the sound it sounds like bollywood uh and south carolina together it's kind of like you know the ozark mountains with a bollywood sound it's a different sound it's got a beat it's got a guitar it's a tap your foot got music it's really oh, good it's a good you, song boys i think you're going to make a couple of bucks with it i think it's a good cheers, song
10: cheers thanks very much Give we're going to, like we're going to
3: push it like crazy. I'm going to push it on my Facebook page also. So oh, I, also like, very I really do like
2: it. I'm I, sincere about it. I know you guys have a Facebook page. Tell everybody what your Facebook page is. Uh,
9: Facebook.com
2: slash Barricades
9: Rise. We've got Twitter, which is
2: Twitter.com
9: slash Barricades Rise. At Barricades Rise. At Barricades Rise. Okay. And then uh, our main website is BarricadesRise.co.uk.
3: Murray Shulman just came in and said, These guys are super awesome and incredibly nice. I oh, love you, bully. And I know that already, just by talking yeah. to you. You're good guys. You're my kind of people. Real
10: people,
1: no well.
2: So tell us a little bit about, like, who are some of your actual, like, uh, who are some of your influences?
10: Um, well, I guess, I guess when we um, when we got together, we met we met in the uh, mid '90s, and it was all like the brick pop movement over here with like Blur and Oasis and that, which were in turn like um, influenced by the Beatles and the Stones. Um, more recently, it has been the kind of folk movement over here with people like uh, Mumford and Sons. They're massive over here. Um, we get compared to them a lot. So, that's a um, very
2: good comparison. Like, I know they're big here, but they're not big like you hear them on the radio or anything, but they are, like, big here. Um, yeah. So that's it's actually a very honorable, like, cool comparison.
9: Yeah, pretty much. They're, um, they're, their first album really, uh, you know, really grabbed us, and, uh, we, you know, we've, would love to see them live but literally over here the tickets are out in like 10 minutes they're
2: just gone yeah that's terrible uh, like i think they probably would be that way here too but they're not really that i don't know i mean like i like them at all like i actually think you guys sound a lot better
9: uh, ah, than no, they I
10: mean, do because like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> i do i think that you guys are a lot better and i think uh i don't know like the music music's more like identifiable i also think your vocals are better than theirs like, oh, thank for you. me, thank I'm all you. about the vo- I'm like I'm all about the vocals because like I listen and, and to every
3: lyrics. Lyrics are important to me.
2: I listen to every every kind of music, but like I like it when people like enunciate. You can hear clearly, and one thing I do with like a lot of people who do like dance music or rock music, like you know, everybody does a ballad one one time or another. If, if somebody can sing a ballad, then you know that they can really sing because well, you you, can you out can't auto tune it because
9: there's a ballad
2: or two on there. Oh, definitely I'll be getting it. I'll be getting it. Everybody'll be getting it. We'll let everybody know when it comes out too. We'll probably have you come back on right when the album's coming out so we can actually promote it properly.
9: Yeah, well, we would be on it. Thank you.
3: And I'm going to be a very famous rap singer. <laughs> I'ma tell you now, I'ma get you boy. I'ma beat you maybe down. You could, uh, maybe
9: you could do a guest keep. rap on one of our songs
3: or- <laughs> Yeah, there <No>. you go.
9: <laughs>
3: anyway, listen, when David was on, I asked David, what's the hottest clubs in London? And he hadn't have a clue. You tell me, what are the hottest clubs? If I go to the, to London, well, where should I go?
9: Honestly, I mean, we're 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 about two hours from London, so I, I have no idea.
3: <laughs> Another one. I mean, what do you guys all live in the
10: country?
2: Here? Do you guys where, where, know? Where Dave, are you? Do you? guys know David J Harvey? He's great.
10: I uh, love him. No, no, no. Uh, I, I did. A, he was on your show a couple of weeks ago. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, he was on the
2: show, and he's also got a song on the mile. I think he's got. a yeah, he's yeah. got a song on the mile. His That's how we met him, actually. Sweet guy,
10: yeah, really nice guy. I on, and it was, um, yeah. I listened to his stuff; it's quite good.
2: Yeah, I think it's he's fun and he's cool, just like you. He's Sweet fun and he's cool. Guy. You
3: Brits are all nice. I love Brits.
2: I love having the accents. We love having mm-hmm. like all oh, the different accents. Very much. Like, oh, thank you. Where are you exactly? <laughs> <laughs> you're two hours out of London. Which are, which direction?
9: Uh, we're right smack bang in the middle of England. So if, if, north, you know. Well,
3: I yeah, have a very north. good friend in Lancashire, James Jessup. Is that where you uh, near?
9: I oh, know him.
3: <laughs> you know James
9: Jessup? Two hours from he's there
3: <laughs> oh. Well, cause that tramp might get he gets he gets around a lot. That sleazy tramp. But anyway, I don't know. I figured maybe okay. in your past you had a tricks. What do I know? Anyway, boys, you're nice guys. You're a lot of fun, and I really like your record. If I didn't like it, I would say, oh, it was fun. But uh, but I, I like know. I like your sound. I like what's happening. I think you're going to do very well with it. Absolutely. Well, we
2: so. so again, everybody go to Bar- Barricade's Rise on Facebook. You can follow him on Twitter. It's at Barricade's Rise. If you want to check out A Mile in His Soul and who's, who's, who are the actors in the film and who's on the soundtrack of which you'll see Barricade's Rise, you can go to www.amileinhissoul.com. And again, we want to thank you for uh, coming on the show. We want to thank Bobby Collins for setting this interview up, and we also yeah, thanks, uh, Bobby,
10: massive thanks. And we want um, to, I just like, to like, like to thank um, Aaron as well. Um, the way the way this kind of all worked out was last year we were gigging loads, and um, at one of the little crappy pub gigs we did, just happened to be this guy Aaron who liked our stuff, and he's he's the director of um, uh, Mile and Your Soul, and he kind of pushed our music forward. So we've only met Aaron once. From this guy, he kind of got in contact with Morley and then you guys, so big shout-out to Aaron.
2: There you go. That's Aaron... Lent, Lenton Lenton, yeah. Lenton Aaron, it's at Aaron L on Twitter I, I only know everybody's Twitter handles it's so crazy I don't know everybody's like names but I know what they are on Twitter so when I get the tweets like I know who it is and everybody in the chat room is on Twitter so it's like a lot of fun so we want to thank you guys for coming on the show yep. have a super super great weekend when the album comes out we will uh, definitely do all we can to help promote it and we want to say yep. also since Christmas time's coming up have a happy holiday Merry Christmas you boys Merry Christmas guys alright thanks so much bye bye good talking to yeah. you Child, baby. Oh yeah, and Morley's writing a, mo- a movie for me too. He's in there writing it down on the page, which is a lot of fun.
3: Morley, put a part in for me, please. I haven't been doing. Film you will in be a while. now because
2: the show was going to have it was going to have uh, the co-host at the time, so I'm sure he'll put you into it.
3: Yeah, because I haven't done a film since 1959.
2: No, no, a oh. no that's <laughs> a lie. No, that's a lie. No, that's <laughs> a total. I
3: wasn't even born yet in 59.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's my look we can put hey Morley too when you write the movie whatever you write for me you can put Ken Pettigrew in it because Ken Pettigrew is cool and we're like all you know like way cool people and 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 and, uh, and Ken I noticed like all the time like on fa- on uh, Twitter you're always tweeting to like Peter Fonda so like I added him as a friend I don't know if you actually know him to get him on the radio show but but like he would be a cool guest just to let you know
3: <laughs> and I have to send hugs and kisses and love to my very dear friend Meg Rudick who is probably one of the nicest people I know and I love her dearly. And thank you for inviting Jimmy and I up to your ha- Hilton Head House in January.
2: There you go. And what we're going to do now, you guys, is we're going to do our first installment of Ron's, Ron's phone talk, whatever we're going to ta- call this. I don't know what we're going to call this, but <laughs> but we're going to like make sure that when you call, you have to say, Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Because I'm gonna let you do the talking when oh, he comes on.
3: welcome to the Ron Russell. Oh, it's Jimmy. stuff. What is it? What do yeah, I have to don't say?
2: don't even joke about that. All right, let's go. Welcome
3: everybody to set the record straight, Ron Russell's TV show. Yeah, that, I can't do that. <laughs> no. Oh, what after Jimmy?
2: Who? So you guys, this is going to be our new segment, and it's going to be weekly, where Ron's going to call his, his like weirdo, cool, awesome friends, and uh, this is going to be our first one. We don't know what we're going to call it, but here we go. We'll see what how it goes.
5: I'm supposed to call it? Yeah,
2: you gotta call it. This is my
3: very that. good friend Danae Montague King, who's an absolute outrageous character.
5: Caller, go ahead.
2: We're the caller. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I'll, I'll
3: go ahead. <laughs> Hello. Hello, darling. How are you? You're on radio.
6: I'm standing in an alley in Beverly Hills with an extremely handsome hairdresser named Matt Burton. Hmm.
3: Are you having your is you are you having your toupee done? <laughs>
6: <laughs> I, I remember in Beverly Hills on Wilshire Boulevard. With dark root touch, highlights, my hair sticking out, and big uh, sunglasses on Prada, I think. So nobody recognized me. Hi, I'm Danae Montiel. Oh, just don't, no, you didn't see me.
3: That sounds like a sissy man with highlights and big glasses. Are you a sissy man?
2: I can't, I couldn't hear that.
3: Okay. Listen, <laughs> listen, Danae, here's the deal.
2: First of all, hold on. I'm what? interrupting. Hey, oh, Danae, Jimmy. what's up? This is the Jimmy Star Show. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, which yeah. is what I told him he's supposed no, to I do. No, I wouldn't do
3: it. I was, well, you know I
2: have to do. Welcome to the Jimmy no, Star I'll Show. I'll do it
3: now. Welcome to the Jimmy Choose Show. <laughs> <laughs> um.
2: Oh, I, can't. You know,
6: um, I went through foot operations
2: so I could wear those
6: again. I know, Mary. <laughs> anyway. I
3: know that with those fucking stiletto heels that you've been tramping around town. in. And
2: then you have to tell me as to say hi to everybody in the chat room. Oh, and certain it. things it's, that have to go it, with every, cust- every uh, person for cycle. all the people. So now, Danae, it's Danae, very I- nice to have you. And would you please just say hey to everybody in the chat room who's meeting you for the first time?
6: Hello everybody in the chat room who's actually meeting me and I'm meeting you for the very first time.
2: There you go. Okay now You know you have a beautiful
3: voice yes. on radio. What a gorgeous voice. You sound like a really hot hunk.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, I won't go any further and describe you, but anyway. Don't you
6: remember Digger don't you remember Digger Odell, the friendly undertaker show years ago?
3: Right. Digger Odell. Listen, Danae, I want to get down to the to, to set the record straight. Excuse me, Jimmy. Anyway, you and I in conversation over... We're very dear friends, everybody. I love this man. He's one of the reasons I miss California. Otherwise, I don't give a shit. But I miss my Danae. He's a sweetie pie. And we've talked over the years about the Maybelline um, cosmetic heiress. And if I'm, yeah, not, if I'm not correct... Absolutely. Wait, let yeah. me just finish. Uh-huh. If I'm not... Correct me if I'm one wrong. One of the
6: most incredible women in the world.
3: That you were accused of murdering her. Am I Correct.
6: Well, in so many words, you know, unsolved mystery, murder of blah, 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 blah. But nobody ever came right out and said that. Although her granddaughter just wrote a horrible book called The Maybelline Story that actually did sort of come out and say that, which I could so easily sue her. (laughs) But I won't. (laughs) Well, you just did. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. She's a, she's a a pro. I don't like
3: her either. I never met the bitch and I'd smack her down if I met her. I don't care.
6: Well, she's the one to be. She desperately wanted to be like her grandmother, who was one of the greatest ladies of all time. And we're talking about a lady who, back in the '30s, not only helped start Maybelline, but uh, met Al Capone, thought he was a sleaze bag. Uh, uh, BT Barnum exposed himself to her in a dressing room, when she ran away and joined the circus. Uh, <laughs> she was sitting on the front seat row when Steve at won the Preakness. I mean, this woman has done everything.
3: All right. So, who, so, so who killed men. her? Who who did murder her?
6: She didn't get murdered. No, oh, she she died by she died because of a chicken. <laughs> not Wait, a chicken kid. or a cock? <laughs> 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 cock a
3: doodle doo. No, tell me how you die from a chicken, Danae. Please, I'd love to hear.
6: Well, it's in the book, so I can't go into the details because it's an integral part of. But can't the you give me like, slamming, like a little hint? So-called.
3: Did they shove a chicken down her throat?
6: No, 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 no.
3: Did they uh, shove no, it up her you-know-what?
6: It was the day after we opened our huge dinner theater, the, the uh, Palace Dinner Theater, and our first starring act was Conway Twitty, and that's, there's a story behind that. And she sent all the staff down to the theater early that morning, including myself. Now, you know, our, our opening was triumphant. Bill Clinton was there, the mayor, everybody was there, but now we really got to get her work today. So we left, and she was putting frozen chicken out on the stove in water, boiling water. And despite her glamour and beauty, she still was 79 years old. And she went off into her quarters and butts around like she often did. But there was, this time there was no maid to scream and say, Miss Williams, there's something boiling over on the stove. So what happened is it burned up. Uh, the grease trap above the stove, which had been cleaned in 20 years in this big old mausoleum of a house, uh, caught fire and smoldered and filled the rooms with smoke. And, She died of smoke inhalation before she could get out the front door. They found her on her back, laying peacefully there, burned to a crisp, of course, because the flames came later. uh, And that's what killed her.
3: So it wasn't murder. Are you sure that no one did this, put it on fire and blamed it on the chicken?
6: No, no. No, 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 no. The place the place <laughs> has to everything else. No, but
3: no, no. I, I wanted but to the t-
6: details, but there's more details to all of this in the book and because we you know, the insurance investigators are the ones that really see everything. Uh, the fire chief everybody. And even before I left the estate crying with my face in my hands and the press all over me and everything else and deafened my um my other half and uh, the the major domo of the estate holding me uh the fire chief came up and he hugged me and he goes danae don't worry she she didn't burn she was she was dead from smoke inhalation she didn't burn she baked yeah there was no fire set here i had to identify the body it was on the front of the front drive under a sheet when i drove up after seeing the column of smoke you know leaving the theater were you were um, you
3: kind and put a little mascara on her (laughs) anyway danae um
6: Tell about the book though, because he has a yes, book coming out. Yes, he's got a
3: book coming out. Could you give us a release? The book date? is
6: called. Yeah, the book is called Burnt Cork, and Burnt Cork uh, is how Maybelline was discovered with a piece of burnt cork, actually. Right. But um, <laughs> no, it's the book true. is about my my bo- The book is about my time with her towards the end of her glorious life, and she really did glut. Plays of glory. She did not want to be an old lady sitting in Newport Beach, California, where she was previously clipping coupons with other rich old ladies. She wanted to be the star, and she was. I created her into a huge star. And uh, it was, it's all about the open sex of the 70s, the gay, the straight. When I lectured to the FBI on homosexuality, that's a weird story on itself. Which ties in with the Harvey Milk Foundation, because at the same time I'm lecturing and being paid by the government to talk about gay life, he's being murdered on the front steps, you know, in San Francisco. Right, he's a for tragedy. Saying the same stuff. Right. It was very ironic.
3: Well, we're going to look uh, forward Faskar, to we're going to look forward to Faskar, reading the book.
6: Fast cars, models, life, action, the beautiful people, all that was happening at that time in the redneck town of Hot Springs. I'll
3: okay, figure. now I'd like to change the course of conversation. Anyone that has seen my TV show, people have said to me, gee, Ron, you look terrific. Uh, I have to say... You I, do? I, well, I only use your cosmetics, Rosebud. I mean, come on. I use DMK all the time, and I don't bullshit about DMK because I've had so many makeup people come into our studio and say, Mr. Russell, would you wear our cosmetics and give us a plug? And I think it's crap, and I look orange, and it cakes, and it looks disgusting. DMK... Well, has, as
7: you know... Well, let you me just know, finish Ronnie, the pitch.
3: I... Your foundation, my dear, goes on, never comes off, and looks natural. I can go in the rain and it doesn't come off. It's incredible stuff.
6: Well, yeah, there's a, re- there's a reason behind that. Number one, I did not make it as a makeup. It's a foundation that is made for doctors, skin therapists, people that have terrible skin problems, acne, and all that. They cannot wear conventional oil-based makeup because it attracts bacteria. So I was pressed by my international medical community, to create something they could give their patients that they could wear that looked like their own skin, broad daylight, covered everything, looked like nothing's there, and never need to be maintained. In order to do that, I had to take a, a medical silicone base that I discovered in a nanotech lab in Beijing, China, working with some colleagues of mine, uh, and we had to cook it at almost 300 degrees Fahrenheit to turn it into a cream, and our body temperature is, what, 98 ninety six ninety eight. Um, so there's no way it's gonna move, melt, or interfere with the skin's respiration at all. That okay. can help the heal. No, and what you don't know, and what you don't know as a pro and what most people don't know, which I didn't know, is that all makeup that we've ever known, even the best, is cooked at eighty four degrees Fahrenheit at every lab in the world. Now now what is your body temperature? That's I don't know. why when you put it on, you have to touch it up, you have to powder it down, you have to cut the shine because it melts. Well, this doesn't.
3: You know? and, and when you're working like I do under hot lights, and we have a lot of lights, you do melt. and you. Oh. Persp- the, my upper lip yeah, you know, always Wilt, melts.
6: But Din- Smith is over the moon about this because he was having a real difficult time with his movie. Well, Danae, they run up.
3: Danae, doesn't Brooke on Dancing with the Stars use your makeup?
6: Oh, they all do. So everybody on they dancing,
3: everybody on dancing at yeah. the start, and they're dancing and perspiring. Well,
6: Karina Karina Smirnoff, darling girl, she she comes to me in Beverly Hills for treatments, and right. uh, she, they had already been using it on the set way before she came to me. And she said uh, they've never seen anything like it. The, right. the, the makeup artists are standing around with their thumb up their butt because there's nothing to do.
3: Right.
6: <laughs> they make them up in the morning, and then. <laughs>
3: No, I could see that. When they're dancing, they come off. They're not all melting and blotty. And you know how we get sweaty looking. It looks like some kind of a skin disease. Oh, yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Anyway, so, you I, we, it, we have we to conclude the studios through.
6: by mistake. I didn't even think, I didn't even make it for that. And yet it started. Uh, it's in every movie that Brad looked, the top makeup artist that works on. The latest ones with Daniel Day-Lewis and Lincoln. You'll see it on him. Uh, the Lincoln Vampire film that was out, uh, last year. Actually,
2: Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer, the guy who played Abraham Lincoln is one of my clients. And he uses DMK cosmetics. That's cool. Well, they used
6: it on him. He, they don't, I don't think he personally, I don't know. No, but you know, I'm going to tell you, a,
3: a let me tell you a quick story. When Lara Spencer was in Miami doing her book review, I went up there to do a little intimate conversation with her on film. And I was talking to a makeup guy and I gave you his name and I don't remember it. And I said to him, I figured I'd plug you. I said, do you ever use DMK? He slowly opened the box and pulled out your palette. And there it was, DMK. Well, I almost fell down dead. I said, how did you know oh, this? Yeah. He said, well, because I, I go to Hollywood Secrets or whatever it's called. And he bought, uh. it, he bought it at Hollywood Secrets. What is it called, that store that we go to?
6: Oh, the- well, let's see. There's Nigel. There's Friends. Uh, Namie's. Mm-hmm. Those are the big makeup stores out here. So in the, interview,
3: in the interview that I did with Lara Spencer, if you look at her skin, she's using DMK. I didn't oh, know it. I honestly, I honestly didn't know it. What? I, I emailed you. I, I emailed you about it. I sent you yeah, his, his right name. You don't you remember? Mary, you're getting old.
2: All right, I'm gonna break in I now, you guys. Old. I'm, I'm, I'm breaking be in. Seventy in March. No, don't Again? tell people that. You don't look Again? a day over thirty-five.
3: Again, Janae, <laughs> you're gonna be seventy. Listen, Rosebud, <laughs> we're coming out in January to do a movie, and I know you want me as a house guest. Am I
6: right? <laughs> Yeah, you're always welcome at my estate. I know, and I'm, I'm doing this
3: on radio, so you can't reneg. Which you never would, because i beat the shit out of you <laughs> if you did. And I get your cream, and you know where it would go.
2: Danae, we want to thank you for for being a part of Ron's very first. We don't know what we're calling it yet, but it's like Ron Russell's <laughs> phone chat. We're gonna think of some kind Just of school camping to name. say
3: the people Ron really loves, not the bullshit artists, the real people in Ron's <laughs> life. We're gonna
2: come up with a name that actually works because we have to be able to put it like down on paper. We want to thank you for coming on the show. We definitely well, want to have you come boy. back when your book comes out. We and definitely we'll do a have whole, you come we'll do a back.
3: whole segment. And, we'll, Danae, I want the world to know that besides being my dearest friend, you are one of the nicest and most generous, gracious people I know. You've got class, distinction, intelligence, and may I say, as Sophia Loren, you are absolutely breathtaking.
2: Maybe we'll have a comeback as Sophia Loren. Yeah, we'll day. have <laughs> you come back as Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the
3: way, the movie... No, don't
2: you talk in here. <laughs> Well, I just want you one more time. He's going to be in it.
3: By the way, Dana- oh, we went off.
2: No, he's still there. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah, Dene will be in our movie just one more time portraying Sophia Loren. So you'll be able to see him in his incredible drag as Sophia Singing and entertaining is fabulous. Anyway, Danae, we have to run. I love you, darling, and I'll talk to you privately. Okay. Give, bye. My, give my thank love, you to, Drew. So give my love uh-huh. to Drew. Give my love to Have a good I one. Bye so bye bye. You're, You're bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye, You're
6: absolutely baby. the best. Oh, thank in you, in honey. every way you can think oh, of. Bye. You. And, so Jimmy, I'm honey. looking so forward to meeting you. Can't
2: wait. All right. Thank you so much, and have fun getting your okay. highlights taken out. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> 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 bye, sweetheart. Get out of the alley. Bye, darling. All right. So there we go. So everybody should definitely check it out. It's great makeup, great foundation. It's an awesome product, and we're going to have him come on and talk about his book when it comes out. In the and I stand of, behind of it
3: with my name, and I don't do that. I would never endorse anything with my name that doesn't work. I mean, my friend Perry Winkler, she's older, and she has these brown dots on her chest, which she had removed. It came back. I put DMK Foundation on. They disappeared. She, she's a slave to the product.
2: There you go. So also everybody, anybody who's like, in case you would happen to be getting sleepy, now you're going to say no crash at the end. No wait, you got that run. No, he's no carbs. You're no crash, right? Uh, All right, you guys, a sponsor. Uh, you're going to be. What am I going to say? No carbs.
3: I'm saying no carbs? When
2: I tell you, I do no sugar, you're going to do no carbs. Out of the clear we're doing a commercial. commercial. Oh, we're doing a commercial. okay, got All it. right, you guys, Dynapep is Let's a sponsor go. of the Jimmy Star Show. It's the world's Whoa. first energy micro shot. It's small. It gives you 10 hours of energy. You can go to www.dynapep.com or dial 1-888-DO-DYNAPEP. It's very small, fits in your pocket. It gives you 10 hours of energy, and it is the best product on the market with no sugar. No carbs. No crash. There you go. And go to dynapep.com, everybody, and check it out. Um, they're sponsored of the Jimmy Star Show. We appreciate them, and the product actually works. Everybody in Hollywood uses it, especially filmmakers who are up working you know, 18, 20-hour days. Definitely keeps you awake, and it works this out perfectly. This one works 48 hours a day. Mm. There you go. That's the only way to be. <laughs> and uh, also, everybody, too, I've got a new movie project I'm working on called Bad Seeds. Is he busy, calling? All right. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. I know. I, I like to order
8: pizza.
5: Yeah, what? <laughs> Are you, you order now? What, num- what number?
2: What <laughs> number? I hope that that's I hope that's Daryl Sheets. Do you want it Me with too. sausage
3: or without pepperoni or not? <laughs> lots of sausage.
2: Lots and yeah, lots not, of sausage. I'm not a sausage stuffer, man. I'm not into that
3: at all. <laughs> oh, well, what, 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 he what,
5: wants the fanny.
3: That's to say, would you like it with some fanny
2: on it? <laughs> We have fanny juice, by the way. <laughs> we can pour fanny juice. I somewhere. bet he, he doesn't know because he wouldn't have heard that. Yeah, hey, he hey, Daryl, what's up? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. What's going on, everybody? Got Daryl,
8: Brandon, and Kimber
2: on this end. Hey, hey. Daryl, Brandon, and Kimber, welcome to the show. We have some new people involved in the show, so I'm going to introduce you, and then I'm going to tell you what that fanny thing was. But anyway, <laughs> right. starting off with our cool man about town, Ron Russell. Hey, how you doing? What's up, Ron? Crumb cake. There oh, you go, okay, crumb okay. Cake. oh, you
3: remember my crumb cake in New York?
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's all I want—coffee and crumb cake. You can't get jack shit down here. <laughs> then we got—that's got, funny. funny. Then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy.
5: Hey, y'all! Welcome to the show.
2: Well, Chad's a cool guy.
5: Listen to Chad. Hey, hey, hey. Yo, yeah, Chad's uh,
2: welcome
3: cool. to the show. Uh, He's got the verse. <laughs>
2: Ch- Chad's a cool guy. I'm Jimmy Star. We just had this really cool band called Barricades Rise On from the UK. And we asked them what is like some slang words that mean different things in the UK. And they told us a fanny in the UK means vagina.
3: Hmm. So I said we could pour some fanny juice on your side of the pizza. <laughs> so are
2: you interested in eating some fanny juice pizza? That's the kind I want. I figured that. But we he can... only wants it from Kimber. <sighs> Hi, Kimber. You've never been on the show. Hello. <laughs> is, Kim, is Kimber is Kimber you... his new fan, fiance or is wife? She... Are, did, are you married now, Daryl? Um. Uh, I'm the next closest thing to it. We've been living together for two years now and soon to be married. There you go. Congratulations. Awesome. So, also then, we want to say hey to Brandon because Brandon hasn't been on the show before either. Brandon's your son. And we've been watching. I watched like a Storage Wars marathon yesterday, but I didn't see what you told me I thought I was going to see. So, I don't know if I missed it or if that show didn't come out yet because you told me there's going to be like the biggest jackpot mm-hmm. on Storage War history and you were going to find it. But I didn't see yeah, that's it. That's December 18th. Okay. Now, listen, I
3: have a major important question. If you don't answer it, I'm going to come out there and burn all your lockers down. Oh, now, listen, was there really a dead body in one of the lockers you opened? Because you said <laughs> it was. On... That was
8: back in 1988.
3: <laughs> no, 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 no. Les, I watched your show last night, and there was a quick clip about, oh, my God, there's a body in here. Was there really a dead body in that thing, in that storage unit?
2: Oh, we're not allowed to see that yet. Yeah, I don't know anything about that show. Because haven't <laughs> shown
3: okay. yet. If they don't air, my, them, we don't know. My second question is: the guy with the white hair that has that bubble car, Barry. <laughs> I love that bubble car. Where the frick did he get it?
8: I'm so glad you said bubble car and that you don't love Barry.
2: No, he didn't like Barry. He thought, he no, just liked ba- the bubble car. Barry
3: Weiss is too Beverly Hills for me. With his mother, with the statues, too too far 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 for me. I left Beverly Hills for that reason. But <laughs> yeah, uh, I no, love but I, I love really
8: his... his
3: mom or is that his wife? <laughs> oh. <laughs> You are one evil person. <laughs> you really... I said the same thing to Jimmy. I said, Jimmy, I bet that is his girlfriend. He's keeping her.
2: Anyway, so... I like the bubble car, though. We like the bubble car that they showed last get, night. Where did you like, get it from? It was like a Batmobile in purple, but it was purple. Yeah, that, I think that's called the Beatnik bubble car.
8: There's only only one problem with that car that I've seen. It's a really cool car, but lo and behold, you better not fart in that car because yeah. you're all going to die. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, one thing too, oh, but it's, it's an bubble We forgot to say, you got to say hey to everybody. And all three of you say hey to everybody in the chat room, but do it one at a time so we can hear everybody's voice. All right, we'll start with Kimmer. Go, babe.
0: Hey to everybody in the chat room. There What's we go. going on?
5: Hey, everybody. This is Brandon.
2: How's everybody doing today? There you go.
3: Now, is that pretty blonde that was on the show last night there now? No. Who is that pretty blonde?
2: That's, like, that's the opponent's.
3: See, I'm not familiar with your show. He being didn't watch honest, the show. I had to show I him last it. night
2: for the show for the first time, so he doesn't know everybody's no, like names and everything. But you but... know what?
3: I, I really enjoyed the show because I want to know what's behind those doors. Tell me, well, what is the most valuable thing that anyone has ever found in a storage unit?
8: Well. I, you know, in, in my history, and, and by the way, yeah, there is a pretty blonde on the show, and that's a pretty blonde that did say hi to you. You haven't seen her yet.
2: but mm-hmm. oh, yeah, Congratulations, Kimber, that you're going to be on.
3: So that's your girlfriend? You your feature wife?
2: It, exactly.
3: You better throw a net over her in L.A., kid. She's cute.
2: Uh-huh.
8: You know, I, I already know that. I, I've already put her in escrow, though.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, she's a cutie pie. She's she's up for grabs if you, she goes wild. Trust me. Marry her. <laughs> you know, make her miserable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, beat, right. beat her down where she doesn't think anymore. She's a zombie.
2: <laughs> so, Kimber, how is that for you then? You, you haven't seen you yet because you're not on the show yet, but like, are you excited? Yeah, I'm excited. It's nice
0: to get to spend the day with Daryl and be with him and, you know, get to run around with him. Uh, That's my favorite
2: part How cool too though It's like a family thing Like you guys can go Like to autograph signings And take everybody In the family Gets to go and sign autographs And like meet people Like how how cool That whole experience will be That's
3: like us We're family (laughs) We're getting (laughs) married in April Do you you dig gay people You think gay people Are weird or what
4: Yeah. Well, you
8: know, what you guys are missing here is the American dream. You know, we started off as junk people picking in trash cans, and now we're rock stars. You get it?
2: Yeah, I yeah. get it. I love it. I think it's freaking awesome, and I think that uh, I love the fact that the sh- – you know, one thing I was a little disappointed is that they're starting like a Storage Wars New York. I was like, oh, shit, that's not any good. Like, why do they need to do that? Like, they should just keep it the way it is. Are you going to get the guest on that at all?
8: Well, you know – they have the Storage Wars Texas and, and New York is coming out. And um, I think they're trying to do like the Housewives theory, you know, do a franchise and and try to take a stab at it in, in every way they can. But what scares the hell out of me is I just found out they're going to do a Storage Wars Tijuana, Mexico. Oh, that, that
3: should be interesting. A lot of piñatas, huh? <laughs> I mean, I, yeah,
8: there's going to be a lot of beating going on. I know that. <laughs> now, did, did
3: Lara Spencer do a show with you? You know who Lara Spencer is? Good Morning America.
8: Yeah.
3: Did Lara do a show with you?
8: Yes, he did. And yeah. We, uh, Anderson Cooper and Jay Leno. And- right.
3: Well, Lara, because Larry, you know, with my daughter years ago, used to garbage pick and they would paint everything and make beautiful stuff. They furnished their first apartments with all junk right. from the street. So, yeah, I mean, that's the big thing today. You know, recycle, don't throw out, use over. Now, in those vaults, or those, what are they they called? Units. Storage units. Storage units that you go in. Have there ever been anything, like dead rats and stuff?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dead rats dead everything. Oh, Oh, my God. You leave it dead, it's been there. (laughs) Like cockroaches
3: (laughs) and dead rats?
0: Yeah. Yeah,
8: there's dead rats and dead shit and thing (laughs) collections and... (laughs) There is some freaky, <laughs> freaky people out there in the world that have the most weirdest stuff. Right. However, that's part of our addiction, is learning what is different about all these people.
3: Well, did you ever find, like, dildos and vibrators and things like that in a unit? H-
2: hundreds and hundreds. Hundreds.
3: <laughs>
8: <laughs> Do
2: you, can you guys sell that stuff or no? D- guys...
3: Dildos sell fast.
2: <laughs> well, let me, let me share
8: something with you guys. It's really... I want it because I haven't talked to you guys in over a year, so you guys really don't know what's going on. Yes, and fill us um, in. We did buy a big walker out in Long Beach, California that belonged to a girl we called Wild Thing. And Wild Thing had the biggest collection I've ever seen in my life. And so the producers decided that these dildos were so ornate and so cool we shot an episode on it, but A&E turned it down, so we didn't get to put it out on the air. But uh, That's too bad. That's
3: bullshit, because that would have been a great show and a lot of fun. <laughs> you know, it's time to educate the world that, you know, these things are no longer in the closet. Dildos, vibrators, and that stuff make you a happy marriage. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, when the old man's too tired, you whip out the plastic.
4: I,
8: um, I, I, it's a great show, because these were all custom glass ones.
4: Wow. And there you go. It,
8: Yeah, we got to interview the owner about this, and I had the courage to look at him and ask if he blows his own. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> which we like. <laughs> actually, you got a whole bunch of cool stuff going on like now, right? Like first of all, Brandon, since you haven't been on the show before, like how is this for you and how has it been like cuz I know like you're big on Twitter and like you actually you have so many fans on Twitter that I see you interacting with like uh, like daily back and forth and stuff. Um like how has this whole thing been for you to go, you know, to be kind of like uh, I don't know, you went from obscurity to like, you know, a huge you are such a huge superstar show. Like how has that been for you? And, like, what do your friends think about it, and are you enjoying it?
5: Uh, I enjoy it a lot. And my uh, my friends are real good ones that found and all that stuff. They really support me, and they know that I've been working with my dad since I was young. And they they really do it and stuff like that. And the notoriety itself is, is irreplaceable. You can't go anywhere and not have to recognize you or anything like that. And it's really awesome to be out there in the public eye and Information with other people out
3: there. How'd you get the concept for this show? Was it your idea or somebody else's?
8: It was somebody else. Dan and Laura, the auctioneers, brought the concept to Dolph Scott and Tom Beers. And uh, man, I, I can just tell you, it steamrolled from that point on. There it went.
3: Because it's like a number one show.
8: Yeah, no, it, yeah, it's the it's the what, highest rating. What, ki- what kind ever of in heads- in hits?
3: What kind of hits do you get?
0: What's it's your hit one score? One of the reasons the show gets exciting is because it gives you hope. You know, the average guy sitting on the couch can watch and feel that he could do the same
3: thing. Maybe he could hit soccer and... Five. Oh, I, I like I, the show. I'm going to watch it every week because I'm really fascinated by the junk that's in there. And that, like the guy with the barber pole. Who thought he was going to get 900 bucks for that? So it's interesting to see that one man's junk is another man's treasure.
2: I like... Right. I like you know, the fighting, though. I like all the fighting between everybody, like how Barry is so, like, eccentric and how Dave is just a fucking prick. And, oh, and poor uh, Dave. Who cares? He's an asshole. You don't like him. You don't like Dave now, do you? Because you guys don't ever – I know you don't get along on the show. Like, I don't know if you guys actually get along in real life, but on the show, it's freaking awesome when well, you guys are, like, battling back and forth. And now they're adding, like, a lot of, like, new – there's, like, a kind of, like, a lot of new people.
8: Well, and that's what's cool. They are inviting a lot of different type of characters and personality. But I've got two words for you. Dave
2: who? There you go. <laughs> that's Actually, the best, in the chat Ken Pettigrew, who's a good friend of mine who has a, a show called The Ken Pettigrew Show, he wants to know if Dave's as big a dickhead as he comes off.
8: Well... He's not a big dick, he's a little dick.
2: But he is an asshole. <laughs> no, <he's a> <laughs> not to yeah. get away
3: from bombing this guy, but Emily, uh, Sherry Emily just wrote in, I love storage wars. They should come to Massachusetts and get some of the old stuff. My brother does it and he makes a fortune. There you go. Oh,
8: really? Yeah. Tell her so to give us an address. And get, your asses, will, get your broke. asses
3: to Massachusetts and pick up the old stuff. Valuable stuff, I'm sure. In those bins, they have antiques. So, do, you, do you get a lot of antiques?
8: Well, you know, you know, Crump. Let me go back to the question you asked. anything good? I, I've gotten four of um, four Pinin I've gotten the third most valuable comic in the world. But wait till you guys see what we got December eighteenth.
2: I can't wait for that one. I was thinking that's what I was going to see last night, and I was like, "Fuck, I don't see it." They went home empty-handed. They went home empty-handed. Come he on. can't tell you too much. Don't be a dick. Give
3: us a little. <laughs> give us a little bit of a hint. Like, is it red? Is it new? Is it?
2: Is it does it move? Is it worth a lot of money? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of
8: them. They're worth a lot of money, and uh, well. I'll... It's been absolutely
7: life-changing for
3: all of us. Well, you're making a lot of money, and that's what changes everybody's life, money. (laughs) And I want to tell you something. You have a very nice persona on the show, because I'm in this business a long time, and I have a TV show, so I know what it's all about. You can just do so much bullshit on a show without people reading who you really are. What I like about it is you guys are homespun. You're like the guy you want to meet in the diner and sit and talk to. And that's important because in America now, with the economy, we need to be real. We've got to get out of that, you know, dynasty label bullshit mentality. And, and, we, and
8: you know, I really appreciate saying that. I am the guy that you want to go sit in and have a beer with. No, i want not a cup of
3: coffee and I a still crumb cake. you got your watch. Coffee and crumb cake in the diner, you're on. Because when we come out to L.A. in January, <laughs> we're going to call you and we're going to meet in the diner and we're going to have crumb cake and coffee. Like I said, don't bring your watch. Don't. <laughs> Why is that?
2: Because <laughs> you'll be sitting there forever.
8: No, because <laughs> it'll be mine by the end
3: of the <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're a kleptomaniac too, or or, or uh, what is it? What do they call those people? He steals
2: all. You? That's a, they call them—a kleptomaniac. That's no, the it.
3: people that steal from you, pickpocket. So you're a pickpocket.
2: <laughs> well, actually, you're going to like him so much, you'll just give it to him. A, a pick. This wrist wristwatch
3: pick is very good. Pocket, wristwatch, Tom. <laughs> yeah.
2: Say it Do again. You? Say it again. I missed that. Do you know the difference between a pick and a peeping Tom? The difference between a pickpocket and a peeping Tom? Uh,
3: a pickpocket picks your pocket and a peeping Tom picks...
2: L- watches you naked. I don't know. No, 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 no. A, a pick
8: snatches your watch. A peeping Tom
2: what? Snatches your snatch? Watches your
3: Snatches <laughs> it your juice. Snatches your <laughs> juice. Were you on before with the pizza? You're the guy with the
8: pizza, right? That <laughs> you want the, the, yeah. the half and half?
2: That's exactly right. But the peeping tom watches your snatch, and the Big Pocket snatches your watch. There you go. <laughs> That's it. I now like you got it. Now go. you
3: got it. Where I understand it.
2: So tell us what, like, because what are you uh, like? What are you guys doing in the downtime in between? Like, are you still like? Do you guys actually do the storage locker stuff? Would you st- do you do it when the film is not when the f- when the show is not filming? Because like, you guys are what kind of a sh- shooting schedule are you on? Well, uh,
5: every every eight they they like to to film for eight time and then we get a few months off and usually during that few months that gives
2: us a chance to sell a lot of the we got on the- and uh the
3: episode out. yeah your phone and is cutting get- in and out babe
2: oh you know what chad says you guys whoever's speaking get closer to the mic because you're cutting in and out yeah you're going in and out so st- st- start I'm, I'm, over brandon yeah, yeah we take we get
5: two to for eight months and then about three months out of the year we get to sell all our product and things we had gotten on the show, and the show kind of gives us the notoriety to sell the product for that much. Okay. And it's kind of nice. We work at the warehouse here all together and uh, ship and receive, and we're, we're moving stuff pretty much almost every day we're at the warehouse.
8: He's lying. We don't do shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> One thing I noticed, though, so, too, is like ha- you've got a lot more tattoos now than you used to have because like, you're pretty tatted up now. Because he's making more money.
5: I, I've actually always had all my tattoos. I've gotten one new tattoo uh, since the show on my uh, inner right arm yeah the but dollar sign the tattoos I just started wearing tank tops and showing them Oh off
2: okay far. so before you weren't just sh- weren't showing them off because like I think it's cool how you guys actually look real similar and you talk real similar. I love that shit about Compton and like you were like trying to figure out oh. what Daryl was saying. You know you're in Compton, and I think Snoop Dogg's from Compton, and all that shit. That shit was funny because you know I don't know. Actually, I don't know if you know. I have a hip hop label. I have a hip hop record label. The radio uh, radio show was sponsored by Spectra Records, which is the largest indie record label, and they wanted to open up a hip hop label. So I actually launched one three months ago. We signed. Um like Fred Row star from Onyx and a bunch of people from the voice and stuff onto the label and all the releases will come out next year. So I liked all the hip hop references and the fact that you were in Compton in the first place. And I thought it was freaking hilarious. And I can't wait for Kimber to be like sitting there with you guys. I think it's going to be awesome. I
3: lived in yeah. LA for a lot of years. And you I, imagine I know Kim- what C-
2: Compton, C- Compton is. C- Compton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not funny. I think that's funny, <laughs> but it's not funny. So to, actually I mean, Kimber, tell us, how did you meet Daryl?
0: Oh boy. That's, that's a short story. Well, I could tell a short version. Yeah, or the tell long the short. No, just
2: tell the short version like so everybody knows. While I
0: was driving on the way, about miles an hour, and planes of traffic waved me down, and that's
2: how we met. So, he actually know. waved you down as you were driving by. Pretty much. That's actually how I met Ron too.
3: <laughs> he, he, he picked me up in the mall.
5: He shot her down with a drive-by. <laughs>
3: He shot me down, too. Oh, your ass! No, yeah, I did. <laughs> I was walking in the mall, and he walks up to me. and he says, hello, gorgeous. I said, get lost, jerk. <laughs> and I kept walking. What
2: do you think, I'm some street pickup? That's funny, though. So, and Kimber, look, we're married. very similar, and we're both getting married. How fun is that? Yeah. Oh, what Kimber's really not telling you is we were
8: driving on the, the freeway, and I drove up and gave her a smile, and she... A finger wave with one finger. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and
8: Good I was for gonna you. That, you know? cool. I gonna, love no, it. No, we we met on the freeway. I held up my phone number in a red sharpie, and uh, she called me, and it was uh, fireworks. Ever since that phone
2: call,
3: how come I don't believe that story? <laughs> I
2: think
0: that's possible. get the. Daryl's
2: wingman in the car <laughs> so. actually that's hilarious because uh, you guys are together then all I mean actually all three of you now you're probably together all the time yeah we are we're together most of the time that's cool so that's cool that everybody like gets along and that being on the TV show is all working out I can't wait to see how everything uh, when will... are you going to be on yeah when do you start Kimber I can't wait to see you on the show I think it's going to be fun as hell I don't know maybe either
0: the last. Not, Talking, talk
3: now. closer to, yeah, your talk phone, closer to the you mic, you got to get Kimmer. really into your phone. Say
0: it We're again. We're not real sure when, they're, when they'll actually oh, start that's either perfect. the last uh, show of this season or the first show of next which would be in March. We're not quite sure when they'll air it.
2: Okay. So. You
3: sound pretty. Are you pretty?
2: Of course she's pretty. I, I don't know what she looks like.
0: I'm, I'm happy.
2: <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's very pretty. <laughs> no, she's pretty. I've seen pictures is of her. Is she glamorous she's sexy? She's on Twitter, too. Actually, we should tell everybody, yeah. too, because you guys are all on Twitter. We should, like, like, tell everybody what everybody's I, – I, it's uh, at Brandon Sidebet, right? Yeah, that's Brandon's. And then you're it at Daryl Gambler. And
0: then Kimber's is – I'm at Call Kimber. C-A-L-L. At Call Kimber. At Call
2: Kimber. Okay. Because mm-hmm. everybody needs to, like, follow you guys on Twitter. Like, I freaking love Twitter, you guys. I'm, like, on it all the time. It's, like, my favorite thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a fun way to interact with the fans.
2: It's fun. Absolutely, I think it's just a total blast. So, Daryl, tell us what's going on. Like, don't you have a book or something coming out? I I do. I have a, a book that's coming out probably time in soon. Um,
8: man, I just I've got a lot of going on. A few Talk into that the I'm phone.
2: A, Talk into the phone.
8: I don't know if I can plug that with you guys or not.
2: Yeah, anything that you're allowed to plug, you can plug. If you're not allowed to plug because you're not supposed to. Um, plug it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right. We don't exactly Yeah, exactly, but I, I, we're with a, a new sunglass
8: company called At, uh, Fathead Sunglasses, and uh, we're, we're also with Phantom Fireworks right now, and, um, man, we just, a lot of things, we're heading out to uh, New Year's Eve to spend New Year's Eve with Alice Cooper over in Maui, and, That's
4: man, cool. That's I'm, good.
8: We in every rock star event you can think of. We were backstage with Guns N' Roses a week ago in Vegas. Uh, I, we're living the life.
3: Good, good. Because, you know, you work really hard at what you do. Because I know what it's all about. Staying on the top of the pile is a tough job. And you guys, I know, are going to be around for a long time.
2: I think it's freaking awesome. How cool is that to hang out with the rock? I mean, I, I, I guess I'm fortunate because I've gotten to do that a lot also in the past, even though I've never met Alice Cooper. Fucking I love Alice Cooper.
8: <laughs> well, one thing I don't know if you guys know, I, I used to play around with the drums a lot. So we went to Maui about six weeks ago, and I got to hang out with Mick Fleetwood and sit down in his wow, his, Fleetwood.
3: See, I know his, uh,
2: bar band. And that was a lot of fun. That was one of my top ten things to do. Well, actually, okay, everybody, like Daryl, I mean uh, Brandon, what's something like uh, now, now with your newfound celebrity? What's like one of the things that has been like so amazing that you thought was the coolest thing ever?
5: Probably one of the coolest thing ever is response from a lot of your when you're good fans, and you and you take the time to talk to them. The overall return that you're going to get is much greater. And I think that that's what's important is that we're loyal to our fans, and we make sure that we're appreciative of them because without our fans, we would be
2: nothing. Absolutely, you we,
3: found the magic words. We Those found we,
2: that's the same way here at the Jimmy mm-hmm. Star Show. But like, tell us an event like who's like the person that you got to meet or the place you got to go that you probably might not have been oh, able wait, to wait, do wait, beforehand. Here she is.
3: She's on the screen now. She is pretty. She's a blonde. <laughs> oh, you're very pretty, Kim. Kimber. Kimber. <laughs> You're pretty I like what you look like Long hair so, Sexy So nice. what's
2: your thing Brandon Like who did you get to meet That you thought was the coolest thing ever Like if I met Mal- Alice Cooper I'd be like Oh that's so cool Because he's like So horror movie related And I like horror movies so much And he's been in so many cool things And he's an awesome performer Like tell us well, What's the thing for you One of
5: the things I'm looking forward to Is actually going over to that party On New Year's Eve And getting to meet Alice Cooper myself
2: Yeah that's uh, a cool one
5: i got a few of his albums And stuff like that at home But uh, I had another
2: famous from a uh, local Talk into here. Your, I, phone. Talk into your phone
3: talking to your phone
2: that' probably my highlight who was it say it again who was it it was it was
5: uh, one of the guys from bloodhound gang
2: oh cool that's it's cool kind
5: of an older band you know he's uh, one of the MCs for the band and everything and then I also met another uh, underground local band membership here um, your favorite enemy is uh, a, and they're a big fan Bars and we swap things and stuff like that. Yeah, that's, see, that's really fun. cool because you don't get a whole lot of chance to do that in a, in the real world.
2: Absolutely. I think that's fun. So, what about you, Kimber? Who'd you get to meet that you thought was like, cool as shit? Well, probably the most exciting. Well,
0: it was sort of a random thing, but we ran into um, Robin Williams and his wife in New York, and we ended up connecting with them and, you know, addresses and this and that. And he was just. And his
2: wife was so beautiful and gracious. Yeah, that's
0: I think that was cool. My favorite.
2: He, he's a superstar. All right, Daryl, your, who's your favorite? Or what's your favorite thing you got to do now that you're Daryl Gambler?
8: Well, now is now it's time to really brag. Um, we were hanging out with a uh, long friend who wrote the biography for Metallica and did some uh, touch up work for Steven Tyler. And he invited us out to the Fillmore in San Francisco for the Metallica 50th anniversary concert which we went to stage. I tell you, the rock star people treated me like I was a rock star and Kimber, like princess, And it was really, it was a fantasy night, man. I met everybody you could think of, from Lou Reed to Kid Rock, Sammy Hager, who I had known before the past life, and uh, a, a lot of things, you know. Met a lot of people, just having a great time.
2: I freaking, like, love that. Like, I actually made a jacket for Kid Rock, like, ten years ago, and it was cool. And uh, and we all have, like, those, like, stories anyway. But I think that's, like, freaking, like, awesome. And so, like, when is your book actually coming out? It isn't out yet, right?
8: No, it is not out. And right now we're just doing some final touch stuff. Like, I'm hoping that Christmas was our deadline, but we're way beyond that. We're hoping in June.
2: Okay. Okay, because when the book comes out, I want to have you guys come back and promote it. Plus, I want you to sign a copy for me. <laughs> and also,
3: give us again about December eighteenth. What's that going to be? The big oh mystery. yeah, that's the big
2: show. Which we the biggie. Tell us what you can tell about the December eighteenth show, yeah, as just, much as you can tell without wait, getting wait, in trouble. Just say
3: how much is it worth?
2: He can't tell um, you that because that's going to be like a big secret. I bet. Oh yeah, well, fuck the, the secret. I want to um, you know secret. Um, yeah, I really, really contractually, I can't
8: say any. Right, right now, right, I would right.
2: love
8: to, but I know, I know, I it know.
2: will definitely be worth watching. Oh, I um,
3: will, we will, we definitely
2: will. Oh, we're definitely going to watch it because I know
3: like, you're. I have you on automatic. What do you call it? T-Bow.
2: Yeah, he's he's like Tivo and all. We've Tiboed all.
3: I've Tiboed <laughs> all of your shows. No, you know what it is. I'm very good friends with Lara. She grew up in my house. She's my daughter Leslie's best friend. And Lara, uh-huh. I remember, told me that she was on your show and the other guy that does the uh, he buys junk too, the tall, skinny fellow with the big nose. <laughs> whatever his name is, and she told me about your show, and she said, Ron, you'd love it. You should watch. But, you know, I forgot. I watched it last night for the first time, and I f- flipped over you guys. I thought you were really cool guys, but what was really freaky was the junk in there and what it was worth after they brought it, broke it down.
8: Right. Well, I can tell you guys, the locker that we bought is the biggest ever in the history of large War's. Or ever in the history of buying... Oh, my God. I've got uh, to watch this locket. show. This one beats out the big Paris Hilton story.
3: Oh, my God. Everybody out there listening, and we're all over the world. Am I right, Jimmy? How many yeah. listeners do we
2: 155 have? 155 countries.
3: We have 155 countries listening to us right now. And if you don't get Storage Wars, request it. Can they get Actually, you Can they get the you place. on DVD? Do you have DVDs out that they can get it from?
8: Right. You can go right online to A&E's website and get the uh, season one, two, and three... And uh, you can get all kinds of memorabilia, you know, the Wild Fact T shirts. I don't see any of that Yup gear, though. I, I, I've heard a couple people that tried song got real, real sick. Mm-hmm.
3: That's funny. Now, listen up. What about uh... if I sent you a really cool Jimmy Starr shirt, would you guys wear it?
8: Absolutely. Well, we have are a sleeve. I got you guys. I'm going to take a picture, tweet it to you. You guys are hanging all over my wall in of my office and all that stuff.
3: Wait, we have. I have one in the warehouse. It's a beauty. It goes for like 140 bucks, but it's yours. <laughs> it's black and it has little. What is that? Like little red Actually, stars? What's,
2: I don't know what size they are. Yeah, you they're what size You guys do you are
3: wear, large. Darryl? Extra large, right?
8: Daryl's well, probably. So yeah, a, me and Brandon are extra large, and Kimber's just uh, a large.
3: Okay, we'll get them out to you, and if you'd be so kind as to photograph yourselves in them, so it's a good plug for Jimmy's brand.
8: <laughs> Kimber's actually a medium, but she likes to wear her shirts to bed, so I guess I'm going to be screwing
2: Jimmy Starr, right? There you go. Well, everybody else has. Why shouldn't <laughs> uh, you? Oh, so fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> my, yeah. fu-
3: my future husband's been around the block a few thousand times.
2: Listen to you guys. I'll actually send you a... um. I'll actually send uh, – I'll, I'll, I'll email you later, Daryl, and like you can uh, You can send me your address and we'll put some stuff together for you and see if you like Really hot, cool, like
3: wild stuff. You know, would you wear curse word stuff? Because Jimmy's got a great one. No, I he's a star.
2: not going to wear that. Oh, he's got – I'm a star, fuck you. No, it's not. It says, fuck me, I'm famous. Daryl oh, can well. wear – Daryl, do you – I mean, Brandon can wear it. Brandon, do you have a girlfriend? Yes, I do. Okay, well, then he can't wear it either because you only wear those when you're single. Oh, is, is, that, what say, you, is that what you do? They did? say, fuck me, I'm famous. Well, not exactly, but <laughs> – but I won't wear it now.
3: No, you bet your ass you won't. you would be one dead Jimmy Star. We'll be doing a eulogy show. <laughs> oh, in memory of Jimmy
2: Star. But I'll send... I will pick out some cool, wild stuff and send it to you guys because I think it would be awesome. I think that one thing I really appreciate... Uh, about all you guys even though like uh, this is Brandon and Kimber's first time on the show they're like you're like the coolest freaking guy ever because like I mean real realistically as far as like television goes you guys are like the fucking like now superstars of the fucking world on TV Because and the fact you're that you guys real. are so like normal and fun and, real. and, and cordial real. it's a really really cool it's always super super enjoyable to hear from you and talk with you guys and I, I mm. want to commend you for it and I think that everything you're getting is all very well deserved and I'm very happy for you
3: it's like when I watch your show I kind of wish you were my friends and I could hang with you and talk to you and visit with you. And I think that's a wonderful thing to do in television. Not too many people have that kind of rapport. But I felt like, gee, wouldn't it be cool if these guys lived next door? They're like really fun people. And I think that's the best compliment I could give you. Thank
8: you guys from all of us. That's really nice. And we actually work hard on that, on just, you know, being who we are. We still, you know, we run around in our flip-flops and, and, you know... Keeping it real is what it's all about. Exactly. I never want to get beyond uh, where I came from. You know what I mean?
3: Don't go Hollywood, babe, because you'll lose it. If you go Hollywood, you're just like every other crap out there. (laughs) You know, they're all full of shit. (laughs) Let's do lunch, all that phony crap. No.
8: Well, um, you know, I'll guarantee I'm not going to go
2: Hollywood because I don't have any place to keep the gerbils. (laughs) (laughs) I like that
4: one. You
3: are one funny guy. Let me tell you, you got a great sense of humor.
2: I think it's fun, and uh, you guys, like. I I really do want to congratulate you on all the success. I think it's super, super awesome, and I think it's really cool. That The one thing I got really good out of uh, Jack Tillery uh, was the fact that he introduced me to you, so I think it's like a super, super great thing, and anytime you have anything you want to promote or you need anything, actually, we're definitely going to send you some clothes because we're going to the warehouse tomorrow to go through stuff. And promise me,
3: promise me that you'll wear the shirts on a show. (laughs) <laughs> this way we could watch a show and say, "Hey, they're wearing Jimmy Starr.
8: Well, I can't promise you that, but I will get you some logo releases, and we'll see what we can
2: do. How's that? There I you I appreciate it because That's
3: perfect. You know, we really want to launch. Either his way, line. We,
2: either way, we want a picture of you in it. If you can't wear it on the show, you guys can take group pictures of, of yourselves in it, so we can like put them up, uh, put them our, up, and show everybody that you're like wearing it. Like. And
3: also put them in our. And office. you're in good
2: company because I've, you know, I have like dressed Elton John and Madonna mm-hmm. and. Bon Jovi and the Backstreet Boys, like we've got a lot of like, and every horror movie person on the planet, since that's my favorite thing. And
3: I've got every legend of Hollywood from my TV show, from Jane Russell to Tab Hunter, all the way to Carol Channing. So you're in good company. You're going to be hanging on a wall with some really big stars. Elizabeth Taylor also, (laughs) uh, I have. So, you know, tell me, you want to be next to Sophia Loren or Elizabeth Taylor? Who would you like to be between?
0: (laughs)
8: Oh, I don't know. To be between the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, and that's <laughs> no. That, between, that was
3: between. I could put you next to Mamie Van Doren, except her breast size is 44. No, 54D, I think. So, you know, she takes up a it's like a cinemascope wall.
5: That's hilarious.
2: All right, you guys. We want to thank you for coming on the show. I also know the holidays are coming up, so we hope you, you, you and the family, everybody has a terrific, terrific holiday season. Anytime you need anything, please don't be a stranger. Let me know. I like texting back and forth. It's fun. And uh, if you need anything, let us know. We want to thank all three of you for coming yep. on the show. And also want to say congratulations with all the success. And we can't wait, yep. Kimber, for you to be on the next season.
3: And I think you're really cool people. I like you guys a lot. Yeah. And I'm going to be a fan of yours, so that's it. <laughs> awesome.
2: Thank you. All right, you
8: guys.
4: Christmas
8: Christmas. All right, thanks. Hey, all right. Have a great... Hey, I just want to say this. If you're going to be one of our biggest fans, keep a lot of Kleenex next to your bed, huh? Ooh. What does that mean? What is that?
2: Figure it, it, it out. Figure it out. Oh. <laughs> I don't have
3: to. Ron's do a that. little slow. Yeah, he's okay. No, I, I'm from another generation. I don't have to do that. I've got Jimmy Starr to do
2: that. There you right go. Now. Ooh, listen to that. All right, you guys. Have a happy holiday. Thanks yes. so much. We'll talk to you Merry, soon. Merry
3: Christmas to all of you and, and great happy with your holiday. show. Thank you. Okay, baby. Bye bye. Talk to you
2: again. There I know. we go. And we want to do a couple quick, quick, quick Jimmy, uh, commercial Jimmy, things here, you guys. Jimmy, I really like them. Yeah, they're cool as shit. They're
3: nice people. They're, they're, cool they're as nice shit. on the radio as they're on TV. Yeah, the, the, they're like they're like real people. Actually, I'm glad that so Hollywood's getting some real people. Everybody needs to see Storage Wars yeah.
2: and everybody check it out. They're awesome. We want to do a quick plug for a Discount Diva Duds, another sponsor of the Jimmy Star Show. You guys, they sell all the top name, Prada, Gucci, Jimmy Choo, all the different like, labels that you would want to get at really, really, really inexpensive prices. Go to DiscountDivaDuds.com. Also, we want to thank all our syndication affiliates, WROM in Detroit, Jackalope Radio in Kansas City, Spookshow.tv in Indianapolis, and Spectre Radio in Charleston. Also, you guys, I got a movie, Bad Seeds Movie I'm working on. Go to badseedsmovie.com and create a profile, and you can interact with all the cast and watch the progress of the movie. It's a lot of fun. Like our Facebook page. Also, Ron Russell has a Facebook page called The Ron Russell Show for his television show. Give it a like. And uh, Also, if you guys are looking for other cool uh, gifts for Christmas, um, Sherry Emily, one of our big supporters and a super cool lady, has a, a website. She makes super cool jewelry. It's not expensive. It's really neat. Go to www.cjewels.us. That's seajewel U S. We want to have everybody turn in to the uh, Ken Pettigrew Show tomorrow night. Um, it's at 8 p.m. Pacific time. We want to thank everybody in the chat room. Mm-hmm. Leslie, we want to thank Barricade's Rise. What an awesome, awesome band. Yeah. We want to thank Mike Christopher, our zombie Harry Krishna.
4: Mm-hmm. And, uh, and
2: and and uh, we want to say hey to Melissa. Audrey, I don't know if I said told everybody that Audrey is the number one Chad Lindbergh fan in the world. And uh, right slowly behind her, right next to Audrey, we've got uh, Melissa Rudd and Carla Floor and everybody else. We really appreciate all your support. We think you're terrific. And everybody have a great weekend. Next week we got Adam Brock from American Idol coming on. And I forgot who else, but whoever it is, it will be somebody and awesome. It will be good. With,
3: with Ron's friends, we have Sherry Shelley who's got Blondie's Boutique, outrageous clothes. Out, she's an outrageous woman. And her prices are way less than any department store.
2: There you go, everybody. Have a great week. Thanks so much. For tuning in. Peace Thank out, you everybody. See you.